You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. The legend lives on from the Chippewa down the big lake they call get Chickamauga. The lake it is said never gets so pretty when the skies of November turn gloomy. With a load of iron ore, twenty-six thousand tons more than the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty. And big ship and true was a bond of it children the gales of November came in. The ship was the pride of the American side, coming back from some mill in Wisconsin. As the big freighters go, it was bigger than most, with the crew and good captain was seasoned, concluding some terms with a couple of steel firms. Look for conflict, everybody. We've got beef with the neighbors. I'm going to whisper this entire episode. Welcome to Axe to Grind. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. I'm Tom. And the guy below us really fucking sucks. It's 8.30 on a Friday. <laughs> and he banged on his, his ceiling, my floor. It's so I stomped back. Really, fr- really frustrating, to be honest. Uh, yeah, it, I get really riled up about it. And I don't really get mm-hmm. riled up. Well, I do get riled up. And you're pretty conscious of it. I try you're to be. You're very conscious of you, it. Yo, and you, like you, I slide you, around. I'm a lo- man of larger character. Well, and you say, you know, like, yo, I'll, I'll drop my foot. And you, you're kind of like, yo, don't do that. And it's like, oh, Just because yeah. I know. What, yeah, I mean. You know, you're not trying to. You're not trying to start a blood feud, but. No, I mean, you have a kid. You decided to have an infant in the first floor <laughs> of a New York City apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not your child, that's, correct? No, it's not my child. Okay, so really, I don't know what your accountability is in this. It's not my problem, That's right? Deal. But you probably should have looked for a different apartment. Agreed. Uh, well, everybody, this is a hardcore podcast, and we talk about hardcore as well as uh, provoking the neighbors. Right. Uh, <laughs> this is this is one of my favorite types of episodes that we do. <laughs> we got a loose idea, some a couple topics, and it's it's the three of us. Just it's an evening. I think that's what got me in a good space. Mm. Right? It's going to be a long drive home, but. Honestly, it has been so hot and sweaty the last few times that we got together during the yeah. day. This is pretty chill. I'm with yeah, this. I'm, I'm in a good. If it gets a little too hot. I'm in a good space. Let's do it. You're in a five one eight state of mind. You like I'm in a cold. Five, no, you know what it is. I uh, I finished uh, a script, like a comic book script, and uh, everybody. I need you to understand this. I'm sure a lot of you experience this with uh, like, you know, those of you that have careers that I don't understand. Like you just put project manager in your fucking mm. bio, whatever the fuck. When you finish a thing, you're totally impervious for just 24 hours. You know what I mean? Like, you just really don't feel like everything's just bouncing off you. Because you go back to it, or I, you let someone else do it? This was me going, so for people that are like this sort of shit, uh, 20 page issues, I had a thing happen to me that I never have happened, which is that I felt stress when I finished because I needed two more pages. So I went to the company, I went to the publisher and said, I'll eat, the co- I'll eat my rate on these two pages if we can, if we yeah, can do them. You know what I mean? Like this. And, mm-hmm. and uh, they said, yeah, no problem. Eat. So now it's 20, 
end result is 20 pages or you wrote 20 pages? I wrote 20 line. pages and I needed 22. And then I went to the publisher and said, can I get two? How, and what's not, now, what is that? What is like, what's the, the I, I'm a new jack. Today. Sure. No. What is 22 pages of dialogue? What is that almost equal to in like a comic book? Well, no. Double? So he wrote, he wrote 22 pages for oh, the not comic. Not just dialogue. Right, right, right. So, so, so like yeah. the, the script. He right. scripted 22 pages. Yes. So, so uh, is it equal? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so in, in, typically in comics writing, unless you're, there's no, this is a fun part of comics writing, there's no uh, standard format. Yeah. So you can do it, you could write any way you wanted, really. You could write it as a novel and hand it to an artist, and if that's the arrangement that you got with your artist, you know, right. good on both of you, God bless. But uh, I write in like a, a essentially modified screenplay format where I just, I, I list every panel and say what's happening in every panel. Right. Not so everybody does that. Some page. people do it by page. Right. But, mm -hmm. but, uh, uh, I, it's rare that I'm not happy with what I do. You know those guys that have imposter syndrome and are constantly beating themselves up thinking sure. that their work sucks? I'm not like that. I like my work, and if it doesn't come out great, I work on the next thing. I'm, I'm not mm -hmm. like, if being in self-defense, putting out like 100 records, I, I don't... You don't on this stuff. Nah, I'm not precious with anything. So like, I, I just like mm. to feel good. Is it done? Okay, let's see how it comes out. But I didn't feel... I, I felt off. You know what I mean? Mm. So I went and I asked if I could get these two pages. Now, that's not a major thing. If the book was selling really great, two pages don't mean a fucking thing. You know that's what I right. mean? But uh, my books don't sell big numbers, so I did feel like I had to ask instead of just muscling my way. Do they your, your pay, or do they find someone else to fill in? No. I said, we'll do it. If, if it needs it, we'll figure it out. I said, I'll give my rate to the artist. Uh, don't you come out of pocket at all. I need these pages. That's not your fault. You know what I mean? So These two. I just need these do. two and to feel good. And the result is, uh, even though Maybe it was... these meaning, like, ha had them not included. Uh, to to include them for the completion of his story. Right. So He like, couldn't condense what he it wanted. It would be the equivalent of... In, if oh, I you said you needed 22 and you only got 20. I only got 20. I needed two more. I needed 22. Yeah. To get the work done. He was being view. given 20, but he had 22, so he needed 22. They were giving him 20. It would be the equivalent, uh, it would be the equivalent of a director saying... This film needs another thirty minutes. Yes. Oh, okay. You yeah, know what I mean, exactly. and just and you know, you might get pushback from whoever on that, you know, in the chain of command. But whatever, it was. It shouldn't be a big deal, and it wasn't a big deal, and I was happy for that. And I today at the Whole Foods in Gowanus, I wrote those two pages to my satisfaction, and as a result, I feel like a million dollars. So I'm I'm very excited to do a little bit of podcasting, <laughs> talk about some of the matters of the day. We're going to be very topical this uh, this episode, which I enjoy. Yeah. Uh, sort of. Uh, but you also have no understanding of what a project manager is. No. I don't, I they definitely don't feel bulletproof for 24 hours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyways. Uh, who, who, does feel, who does feel bulletproof? <sighs> um, Self-employed. Yeah. Superman. Carpenters. Yeah. I bet you after you finish making a chair, you probably feel pretty good. Well, let's look at it like this. Self-employed carpenter with no kids. Feel great. Probably feel bullet. Friday afternoon so like feels and Mary like Joseph Price was great. Yeah. Friday afternoon yeah. feels real good. Really good. She don't. Friday in the summer when you don't feel like working. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Self-employed carpenter. I mean, the the no kids thing is probably pretty major there because if you can yeah. just not if you can just get fired or not pick up a new job and think, yeah, you know what. I'll just be lean for two months and we'll Might figure it ramen, out. But we'll be good. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a huge thing. How do you think Jeff Casaza feels on a Friday afternoon? Feel pretty good? 
lately you had a turnover record. I think that's always cause for fucking, you know, that's a good Friday, really. So, uh, leaning into that, mm. let's, let's talk about our sponsors, Run For Cover Records. Yes. Killing it. Did you like that segue? That was pretty smooth. I did. Right? That was that very was smooth. Did. Well, on a Friday, he's probably going, I have to go see one of my bands because they're playing in my town. Yes. That was my, my consideration as well. Right. And sometimes a Thursday. Yeah. And then sometimes, I think there's a certain level of dread that people don't get that comes along with the, I run with a record label and my bands are playing. Anything can happen. Well, they're on a tour. You're talking about if you're running a record label with 20 active bands. Holy shit, that's like well over. What's what like our 200 moving parts easily? Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. there's so much cause for concern. Managers, oh, are uh, yes. Uh. Oh, this band got in a car accident. Uh, you know, th- whatever it is, it's fucking so much. Um, I really seek to not involve myself with that many human beings. You know, yeah. it's too much. So uh, we want to shout out what they got going on. What's the, what we were just talking about a record they did? Well, we've probably talked about the oh new f- new fiddlehead. Oh, that's right. So shout out to Turnover. Oh, everybody, everybody's excited for all together. Okay. We're doing. But we're going to talk about them both. What we can. Yeah, talk but about we, we've talked about that already. Which one? Turnover. Turnover. Yeah. We have. We have not talked about the new fiddlehead single. <laughs> All I know about is the album art. It took me by surprise. Did, was anybody aware of this? You were mm-hmm. aware of this because you're an insider. I didn't know a fucking I thing. I about it too. No, you did. Nobody told me a shit. What, the album art? The whole thing. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't know it was coming. Yeah. What is it? It's a single? Two-song single. Is it good? Yeah. Yes. People freaking out about it. Oh, that's good. People loving it. Um, shout out to the album art. I believe uh, Kenny from Step Forward and a bunch of Free Spirit. Uh, oh, no shit. Uh, painted it. Really cool. Neat looking. Free Spirit, the most important hardcore band of our of our time. <laughs> According to you. Shout out to Gil. Shout out to Gil. Um, two song, new single. Uh, I think it's sold out. No shit. Like sold out in a like, day. Yeah, yeah. Sold out in a day. Yo. Only. I don't, you know, you know how I'm on my wish everybody good yes, luck yes, and yes. all that shit? Millionaires, yeah. Fiddlehead, I actually mean it. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like, I'm happy for yeah, him. No, That's great. Too. You write a good record, you deserve that. Yeah, they have will have just finished up playing with Lifetime this past weekend in mm. Boston, so I'm sure they'll, they crushed it at that they're show. in New York, too. I don't know if you saw that. I was shocked oh, 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 playing oh. Rough Trade. Yeah, on, on, on December, December 1st. 1st. Yeah, my birthday, yeah. yeah Fiddlehead so. or Fiddlehead and Lifetime? Fiddlehead. Fiddlehead. No, okay. yeah. So they, they just did Lifetime the 16th, and now they've got that coming up. That's the record release for the CP. Can, so, can I be negative? Please. Is there any gas in the tank of Lifetime? Yeah. Yeah, yeah? for sure. Those shows all sold in, out. Oh, yeah. no shit, really? Yeah. yeah. Shows are fucking playing, out of touch on. They're playing Philly, Boston, and Jersey. Yeah, right. it's it's not 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 right. a big stretch. No, not high risk. But and like, I mean it's like Fiddleheads on some, Gadgeways on some. It's like Gadgeways on all of them. Oh, Gadgeways on all of them. Yeah, Fiddleheads on just Boston. Right. Nightbirds are on Jersey, something like that. Yeah. Right. Okay, like that. do you guys remember? I mean, you both. Philly and both Jersey are easy sellouts for for the lifetime. Yeah. Boston, uh, Phil had probably had something to do with that. One hundred percent. You both obviously literally remember, but can you specifically put it in your head the last time that Lifetime had a resurgence? Do you remember when people were talking about uh, like? I mean, the the album when the the right new before record album? right before that, I think. Yeah. yeah when, so when Health that sell part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was that, th- that? It must have been more recent than that. That was like 20 years ago now. Come on. 2005. The record came out in like... I don't 2007 know. or 8. Yeah. yeah. That record's like 10 or 11 years old. Their wow. Wow. But then, I mean, the thing is, they've, they are a, an example, and we'll 
touch on this once we get into the meat of today's episode. Mm. Uh, they managed the reunion well. You know, they had a giant This Is Hardcore set in like 2012. Mm. Huge. Uh, and Love they've it. done a, they've done kind of hit reunions here, there, and everywhere really lightly and done well. So credit to them. Shout out to Lifetime. They Sh- probably played 20 minutes. 20, 20 minutes. 20 shows probably. <laughs> I feel like they don't play. No. Yeah, they yeah. played like a... They do. They do like the same. You know, we're gonna play. In, we'll play in Brooklyn. We'll play a show in Asbury. We'll do that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure they've played the fest once or twice. I'm oh sure yeah, guessed. that's a good fit. They, they. I don't know the last time they hit California. You know what I mean? I don't think they've hit California since they've been back. They did. They did California on the new record when they when it came out. Really? Yes. He, he, here's a here's a question that is maybe a I think I think a good question, maybe oh, yeah. a weird question, but I only ask because I know the answer for myself. Are you more into do you enjoy a Lifetime record more today or less than it? Or is this, do you enjoy a Lifetime record today less than you have in the past? I still love them as much as I did. You do? Yeah, oh, I do. Okay. Because yeah. I think I enjoy Lifetime more than I did as a kid. Yeah, it's the same for me. Um, yeah, I, was, same. I was never a fan. I didn't like it until Jersey's Best Dancers. <sighs> right. your, your tastes have grown over time, they've well, gotten I'm better. I'm just more open-minded to like a yeah. thing that I would that I hated as a child. I'll be like, oh, let me give it a go. All right, well, so let's pause here. Big shout out to the new Fettelhead single. Hopefully, it's getting repressed, and everybody's gonna go pick out the repress. Go to RunForCoverRecords.com, enter the promo code Extra Grind. And Tom, you should spell it out. And, and you should all get it. The uh, Run For Cover dudes tell me that our listeners crush this fiddlehead material, so continue that trend. Yes, do it to it. Uh, let's take a brief interlude before we get to our second sponsor. Lifetime, what about it gets you now? I'm just more open in general to yeah. that sound. Like, yeah, if okay. you put a gun to me, the only thing I know about Get Up Kids is last night on the... Mass Pike, mm-hmm. right? And I don't even you know. Don't know the, those are the lyrics. Yeah, yeah don't you don't know, know the, the you don't know the Amy Don't Hate Me? Oh, oh Amy, oh, Amy Don't, don't Hate Me. That, that one I think I got right though, right? Like that the melody true. for that yeah, I got you right. Did get okay. that one right. So so uh that's literally all I know. But if you I bet I if you we played it, You'd I'd probably, probably like it, it way more yeah. than I did. Okay, so think about how relevant lifetime was to the sound of when we were sixteen to eighteen to twenty two or so. Um for the bands that came up. Saves the Day straight rips them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of the other EVR surroundings that were kind of like Saves the Day sure. adjacent, also straight ripping them. Yep. Any pop punk band with a hardcore lean has ripped them off, whether they know it or not. Yes. We and should... some of them were really blatant at the time. So. I mean, Saves the Day was like note for note. New Found Glory. Ari, I'm very sorry about buying through being cool at Black Hat when I did. Hmm. You seemed unhappy. Uh, this we should talk about the saves the day industrial complex at some time because there uh, there was like a a glut of bands yeah. that tried to do what saves the day was doing. Yeah. What's crazy is I think that those bands started before saves the day was really making loot. That's probably true. Like they were just so hot, everybody was trying to get yes. there, do it yes. first. So so I mean I think that might have been if we talk about any sort of repulsion to it. Like to me, I liked Lifetime. I liked Saves the Day. I did not like many of the other bands, and especially earlier on, by the mid two thousands, it was almost like, all right, you all right, we're like post, we're post ripping. Now it's just its own genre. You don't it's need its the own thread. Jesus, the Striders, the one I'm thinking of, Fairweather maybe is another. Eh. Interesting. Were they not? I just grouped them with that. You could safely group them, but they weren't that. Uh, I told my Fairweather story a million times on this podcast. Somebody. Very close to the band, just said, 
pity the singer was thick. You know what I mean? He's like, a chubby bearded guy. Chubby guy. They're like great voice. Yep. Great melodies. Just they're like if mm. this kid looks like kid Cara- Chris Caraba, we could have sold a million of these records. He's probably right. Yeah, it sucks. So, anyways, Lifetime, cool band. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm surprised you never. I mean, to me, they were always, always like a Seven Seconds, Grill Biscuits type band with, like, sing more singing vocals. Do I owe Dan Yemen, a, a more time, more time in my life? No. No, like, I I just kind of out of hand dismiss. Paint it black. Well, paint black certainly, but like, <laughs> like, 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 I just it, you could dynamite at all. Not no. at all. Not at all. But, but but my but, but my thing <laughs> is like, should I should I like? Uh, if lifetime the lifetime material that is good is very good, and I really like yeah. the Kadinoite stuff. Painted Black misses me mostly. Yeah. I you can't know? get into it either. And then he did that band. I th- Open I w- City. Yeah, yeah. I, that actually rather liked. So mm. here's my thing, and I, I I ask you this, Tom. Yeah. I think what I wanted from Painted Black was just not what he was doing, and that my expectations going in soured it. It's not like a dick. Like I was like, yeah, they're they're fine. They're competent. They're like they, hunger, man. yeah, like live people like go off and the show is good. But like what I wanted was something more like Kid Dynamite or Lifetime right. or something. And then it came out and it wasn't that. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, this so wasn't what I wanted from no. you, man. And I mean, it's huge to a lot of people and yeah. really kind of an important band for a lot of people, and that's cool too. But yeah, I just never. I just I just wonder because is it Open City? I don't know. You know Rachel from Long Island. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, look Please. it up. Vamp. Does Dan? Oh, yeah. Um, you should give all the lifetime material from the Tonight is Seven Inch on. I know exactly the person you're thinking of. Now Open I'm there. stuck in the same brain. Sure, that's fine. Tom and I, I will continue sharing this talk. brain of, of forgetting so, this band name. So you should give that time. You should listen to the Kid Dynamite material, if for nothing else that. Um, the expeditiousness that we've talked about that like a band like Angel Dust, who I don't think you're going home and listening to, but you like appreciate sure. that it's a melodic b- music done in a very short... Kid Dynamite was doing that very proficiently. I, and nailing it. And I think, like, quite honestly, that band now, probably in a similar way to a lot of these bands that we end up talking about, doesn't get the attention they deserve. That okay. That's they certainly got plenty of love during their lifespan. Yes, you know, true. So and 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 for a time afterwards, but now it's yes, it's yeah, in waves. They're yeah. they're on a down. They're in the the valley right now. I, I'm just at a place where I get off on enjoying things that I used to hate. Right. So sure. like, if I didn't like a band, I'm happy now to give them mm-hmm. a second listen and see if I like it. Yeah, I thought it was weird that you were wearing a wide awake shirt. But that's, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> All right. Um, you're never gonna guess this. I, I as soon as I say it, you're gonna be like, fuck. Bridget Tunnel. Yes, thank you. Yes. Yeah. And she sings for Open City. And I feel like Open City... Is, oh, so it's... I pitched a comic script called Open City last uh, two months ago. Go mm-hmm. on. It's Rachel, Dan Yeeman, mm-hmm. Andy Nelson, and Chris mm-hmm. Wilson. No, for some either. reason, I thought... That might be Armalite that Adam and his package is in. That's the one. Yes. That is Armalite, yes. yes. Uh, so, I don't know. I, all right, I'll do a Yemen dive at some point. We should. May, we that's should, a good one. We do. should actually we'll tackle him as a guy, as like one of our... Career listens anyway. You sure, know what I mean? that's, that's worthwhile. Because I don't love them, so to me, I have no. But I, I think like it's, it's an interesting listen. Yeah. Uh, okay. And let's make a hard left turn. Okay. Yeah. And go to closed casket activities. No. Our sponsor. Um, do you guys see the new record he's got coming out? An EP by Unreal City. Oh yes. Yeah. Very good. So so give the basics, Tom. It's kind of it's. Vocally, kind of reminded me of Bruce from Hundred Demons. Mm-hmm. Musically, it reminded me sort of uh, 
a faster integrity. Yeah. With more breakdown. And if yeah. I'm, I, I loved it. I, I might really be mistaken, but I'm Pittsburgh sure. folks. It's yeah. well, it's Joe Sanderson from Eternal Sleep. Oh. But but then yes. I think he's also not maybe not him, but the band has assembled a lot of people who have played in integrity. Uh, the Melnicks had some sort of help somewhere, Shock. either right. on the EP or on the some other material that might be coming along, something like that. So uh, so wow. Mm. So yeah, uh, uh, Joe is an integrity. Not like a super fan. He's like a like aficionado? somebody that understands it. You know what I mean? Like he aficionado. He, yeah, like he knows what it is inside and out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want to write off Unreal City as simply integrity no. worship, but it is so knowledgeable on that subject of what made integrity tick that I think it's fascinating in in that respect. Well, I like what they did with the sound. I think Tom put it in a nice way that you know the vocals aren't aren't exactly that, but it all fits into what I'd consider that Cleveland sound. It's yeah. dirty, it's yep. hard, it's fast. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. So everyone should go check that out, Unreal City. It's on Bandcamp. It's on Bandcamp, um, closedcasketactivities.com. You should enter the promo code. Axe to grind. And you're going to want to? Spell it out. Oh. So yeah, the, the seven inches up there, that two-song EP. Mm-hmm. They may have some other material. <laughs> they may. Purview too. They may, maybe, maybe uh, a listening party. We can try to get that involved. I, yeah, I, that's a good point. I, I, I think it'd be good to listen. All right. And big shout outs to our other sponsors, Triple B and Deathwish Inc. Go enter the same promo code. Support them. Ba ba ba. What's popping, guys? You know, t- Tom's out here seeing shows. Mm. Patty's in a garage, not seeing shows. No. Uh, watching shows on YouTube from uh, 1989. Not, not. Would you go for? Not going. To yeah. Shows. What show did you watch from 1989? I'm actually. What I'm always looking for is the Amrep stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's rare that I go to a hardcore show viewing because they're never. Sh- they were never shot well during oh. that time. Like it's like a. It's like tragedy how badly. I mean, those video cameras are heavy. Yeah. I, I also, uh, there's something to me about some of these bands uh, that I look up where they're making, I'm fascinated by the idea that you could get a bunch of freaks to go nuts when they only half know what to do. And I think that's interesting. You know what I mean? They're just feeling the music. Yeah. They're, they're just doing everything they got to do. Because a, a good hardcore show, I know exactly what to do. You know what I mean? A, right. cow, a cow show, I have no idea what to do. Right. No, fair. You know fair, what I mean? Fair. Uh, but... All right, Tom. I've been to some gigs. T- talk to me about it. Some gigs? Yeah, please. Last week was gig heaven. Okay, I'm, li- I'm living through you right now. So, um, and this is going to be in a couple weeks, so. Right, so three weeks ago. Yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday night hardcore gig. Mm. I went to see Perfect World, Rule Them All, Killing Time. Mm. It was the um, um, high time, no, high time. Hard times. Hard times, not high times. Yeah. Decidedly not high times. <laughs> Hard times um, book release. They came out with a book. Oh, yeah. Like the first, like, 40, whatever it was. Um, all the bands were great. Um, Perfect World's got some recording that they might be doing now. I don't even know. Nice. And we should shout them out. Brian came on and was perhaps the most well-spoken person we've had on the podcast. Very sultry voice, I've been told. Yeah, very, mm. he was very well-spoken. Um, and the other guy was okay. Yeah, Chris... Funny thing, the only accent threw me off. <laughs> everybody has been like, "Oh, he was great, loved it, no problem with the accent." The only people who've hit me who had a problem with his accent, people from mainland Europe. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. 
but who speak very good English. Yeah. And we're like, mm. Oh, I've, yeah. Like, His English is terrible. <laughs> so anyways, Brian, Brian probably gets, deserves more credit, but um, Perfect World is cool, and they kind of been been working hard for the past year. Yeah, so they're working thing. on like an EP they're going to record in a couple weeks, or now, all depending. Hmm. Um, uh, Rule Them All was great. The new song was awesome. Uh, are, it's, Dude, that new it's song good. is so catchy. It's good. Um, poor John. Like I was like, uh, so I'm going to tell you what I heard that first lyric as. <laughs> I know it's not that, <laughs> so I apologize in advance. And you know, do you know? Are you familiar enough with the song? No. Which, which? Uh, so I listened to the full. I, I'm privy to the full EP. Well, so, so I. Am I. So I. So I don't. On, man, kayfabe. Bro, <laughs> to be telling but but I don't know. I don't know what the single is, honestly. Um, it, uh, it's. I forget what it's called. It's the title of the record. Okay. But it's. It sounds like he says, "Lately, I've been locking eyes with God Seaman." Oh wow! Yes. It's not. It's not. He's not playing with God Seaman. No. Yeah. Mm. It's locking eyes with the ceiling. You know what? Locking eyes with God semen is like a pretty hard lyric. Then I thought maybe it's lately I've been locking eyes with Gojira because Godzilla. Yeah. They're named after a goddamn Lord of the Rings reference. You think Not he's far you beyond think he's, their you dorky think he's like really into the fantasy you shit. You never know. Okay, yeah. But it's the ceiling. Or no, maybe it just means he's like really tall and shit. That's true. That's true. Um, he's not. No, but the record's great. Really psyched for those dudes. They mm. deserve all the, the stuff that they get. Uh, and then Kelly Time was great. Um, <coughs> Rich uh, Rich McLaughlin from Kelly, from Kelly Time comes up to me. He goes, "I had this thought last night right before I went to bed." He's like, "Do you think they asked us to headline this? Like, ironically, like their whole book is about irony. <laughs> Do you think they asked us to headline? Ironically, uh, I don't think so. I go, I don't think so. I think they're hardcore kids that really love Killing Time. And he's like, I just had that like scary thought that like, oh my god, is the joke on me? Oh. And I was like, but he was like kind of joking about it. But I was like. Dude, you guys are fun killing time. Well, if you here, play bright side beginning to end, people will love it. He, no matter a, what. Here's a question that uh, we didn't intend to talk about, but maybe you have an answer for me, both of you. Is Killing Time among the most reliable older bands in terms what of performance? Way? In terms of no, perfor- no, no, not, really? No, not no, close. Were, I mean, I they're probably. I was saying to Tim, like, bright side literally might be my favorite New York hardcore record. Mm-hmm. Some you don't know. That's so interesting. Cause Straight that, up hit or miss. Because that's one of the ones that I never heard anybody complain to me about. Oh, I've seen... Like, Ain't been asking around, brother. No, mm. like and it's like, not a diss. Respect no, no, to no. all the respect to the world. Yes, to please, guys. it happens. But yeah, like they've like, you know, sung um, like bright side lyrics to backtrack music and uh-huh. things kind of fall apart. Like they're not always... Things go sideways sometimes for those dudes. That's interesting because we hear so much about some of the older bands that are in a not a sad state of affairs but it's just like they're almost like they probably were as teens like it just never like being a professional musician was not their thing it still isn't you know what i mean and 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 people complain about them and i get it i do i almost kind of like it like if i showed up and and it was like oh these dudes never intend to be professional musicians they still aren't I'm okay with this, I think. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's a little different than if you like showed up and Sick of It All fucked up. You'd be like, wow, that's weird. And that's really, why really I weird. Think it's a weird thing because it's like you get bands like Sick of It All. It's like, it's not fair. Yeah, no. Oh, like they're it's not, not fair. That's not, not them fair. and AF are not a fair bar no. to like rank their competitor. It's not fair. It's really not. You know what I mean? Regardless of what you think of either band or whatever in 2019, like, come on, man. That's yeah. not even fucking close, you know? 
Um, but Killing Time was fun. Um, yeah, it was it was a cool show. And then um, I went to go see Chelsea Wolf, but we don't have to talk about that here. No, what you think? think? Yeah. It was awesome. It was yeah. um, it was her acoustic, mm. super awesome. Like they did a bunch of like every song kind of had its own like set piece. You guys mm. talk with Chelsea Wolf at all? No, not at all. You ever listen to it? No, not really. It sounds like could right, be into it. Yeah, you might like it. It sounds like a few of her records sound like Grace Slick. Oh well, I like that singing. Mm-hmm. Oh, Grace Slick or like no, it might be Grace Slick singing for Neurosis. Right. Huh. Okay. So oh, that, right. Yeah. That's there we kind go. Right. That's right. Doomy. Yes. This that's was all acoustic, cool. just her with like two like a company, but like she like was on this like kind of pedestal that like the lights changed and like oh. everything had like a different like light setup. It was it, it was beautiful. I thought it was great. Was that big? Like what? What kind of? What's what Brooklyn venue? Steel. Yeah. Right. Probably fifteen hundred people. Shout yeah. out! To, shout out to yeah. Mrs. Wolf. Because I was funny. Killing. I always tell that like when I went to go see her in Asbury, mm-hmm. um, and this is probably like, five years ago. Mm-hmm. Asbury's a little bit behind the times. Uh-huh. If you're not like a beardo singing about whiskey, yes. they're not coming out to see you. Um, I watched her play literally in front of like maybe 50 people at uh, um, Stone Pony. Wow. And I also saw... God, Asbury really does love the beardo singing about riding the freight trains yeah. and shit. They well, love that Specifically, there. Asbury Park. God. Yeah. Don't at me. Um... But yeah, she was great. I thought it was awesome. And then I went to go see. Well, I mean, that night there was. So she played. There was the um, the the one hundred eight show mm-hmm. at St. Vitus, also in in Ridge, Ridgewood, New, New York, which is like in Queens. Mm. At the Windjammer, there was like restraining order played. Restraining yeah, order, antagonize, rule them all, rule them all. Mm-hmm. Um, in this new place, it's like a bar that like some like punk adjacent dude bought mm. and like lets yeah. people have shows in the back. It looked fucking wild and like super packed, like crowded and looked awesome. That's dope. And then I went on Saturday, I went to go see 108, um, 108 Race Trader and Firewalker at the Brooklyn Bazaar. Mm. One of the last times I will ever set foot in Brooklyn Bazaar. Oh, yeah. Until it's it becomes closing. something else. It's no, they like, sold it. Yeah, they sold it. Yeah. But uh, condos or something. Oh, condos. I probably. Imagine something. Mm. Um, nice, nice placement, man. Twelve million dollars for that t- for that building. Subway close. Yeah, like, subway real close. Yeah, but I don't know if I would want to live like legitimately above a subway. Like I it's know. gonna rattle your house. Yeah. Uh, you got Paul G's close. Jungle Cafe right across the street. If you want for your vegan like Caribbean vegan food needs. Mm-hmm. I straight up really I like playing Brooklyn Bazaar. I don't. It's one of my least favorite venues. Really, I never enjoyed the sound, but the the room itself, I had a great time. It just feels very like everything's carpeted. Yes, mm. I like that. You guys are especially like good at that because I feel like it worked better for your sound and yes. like I could get closer. Like there, I, I mean, usually I literally post up as far back as I can get mm. really? and I just watch. I've never, Like I said, I never loved the sound, but like you're right. For self-defense on the shows that we've played there, I Great. thought it was perfect setting. Um, yeah, yeah. That show you guys played was... Uh, Oxbow? No, the instrumental band. Oh, Sonnet. Yeah. Yeah. Fun as fuck. Great crowd. Like, yep. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, um, all the bands are great. 108 is cool. Um, they did most of uh, Songs of Separation. Um, did a couple of hits from the other records. They did mm. Holy Name, obviously. Um, and they did like three songs off a of threefold. Oh, they did fucking Curse of Instinct. Oh, oh dude. that's cool. You know what I didn't realize? Which I'm is really wild. conflicted about this whole thing, man. Yeah, We're going to get that, into that. I'm conflicted. Song, 
is just so fucking like cathartic. Which and it's funny, I, and I didn't know this, and maybe you might have. Rob introduced it as like this is the first song I ever wrote for 108. Really? He Vic wrote everything. Music oh. and lyrics. Okay, yeah. okay. So I, I half knew that. I didn't uh, realize that. Yeah. Curse of Instinct is decidedly a different flavor than the, yeah. re- the uh, and it is. I, I've told you my Curse of Instinct uh, recommended listen, right? No. If you listen to that, in that a, song or that whole EP? that song, nah. in a busy subway oh, yeah. subway yeah, yeah. terminal, and just watch people move around you. You're never going to feel more alienated from the larger human world. Beings, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you really don't feel like you're yeah. human anymore. You feel like these other people are something else. It's such a song, though, man. It's a great fucking song. fucking damn it. Um, uh, okay, so you had a good time, because Bob and I are about to get in our Why We Didn't Go Bag. I mean, it was cool. It was cool. Okay. Um, was, it was not the best time I'd ever seen them. Mm. Um, but... I'm just I'm I'm partial to Threefold Misery. All the records are great, but I feel like Threefold Misery. If you gave me a Threefold Misery play, mm. I'd probably be most psyched about that. To be quite honest with you, because that's my go-to. A we, lot of people don't agree. Well, I I think when we we did a we did a what is it um did we do a 108 winning streak maybe we did a, a little not a deep Possibly. dive certainly they've had but I think we did a 108 streak. conversation. And so I think we did. It was it was uh, during when we did the winning streak episode. Yeah, so go yeah. dig that out. It might have even. I think that was on the regular episode, but but we did a Patreon version too. But I think Threefold Misery is the record you give to a kid to, in 2019 no to question. discover. No question. No question. Right. It's the least dated for sure. My by far. I mean, and maybe it's the, maybe that also means it's the most listenable. Because I have to be honest and say I haven't gone back. The song "Holy Name" is great. It's a great song, right. and I love a couple tracks on "Songs of Separation." And in my head, because for so long, "Songs of Separation" was my go-to album to put on and mm-hmm. just listen to. I'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's my favorite record of theirs," but I don't know that that's true. No, because then, as discussed, there's a lot of songs on "Songs of Separation," and after the first six, forty percent of the record. You could you could put it on, and I might be like, oh, oh yeah, this song. Or I might go, I don't know this one. I can't tell you the last time I listened to Hasa Jai. Nope. Until until that show. Mm. I can. Uh, Two thousand one. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, I and and I mean, even the stuff. What was the new beat from a dead heart? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah, that record was pretty great. The first reunion, yeah. After I, that, I like the weird stuff that they did after. They the, did they 1861. Like, yeah, they song. like wrote it in a weekend and just got weird. Yeah, I like could, it. Yeah, they played one of those songs. I like actually. it. Um, but yeah, like hmm. I think you know, and we'll talk about that, like the whole album play thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just you know, those songs, no matter like if they're performed perfectly, if whoever's voice isn't working, the guitars are out. There's just certain things about those songs that are so like in. So intense. Yes, um, that's a good. Point. Unlike like unlike most music I had ever heard, like I, it's just like fuck. Like your main you. line in the whole time. I agree with you. Imagine if everything cuts out and it's just the drums. You're still enjoying that show an incredible amount. They have mosh parts with just bass lines. Yeah. The boo doo 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 I would mosh that. Yes. But which, by the way, everybody, Bob's usually the cheat code man. I'm gonna give a cheat code. Bass mosh parts. Do it. There you go. They always work. They're who, sick. Who, yes. who doesn't like a good bass? They're really rare beasts, though, in hardcore. Hardcore's afraid of bass. It's true. 
always re- relegating base to like some some like bum position. Which is really you're treating funny. Him like Jason Newstead. Yeah, it's always the friend. Which is really funny because it's when it's put out there, it's almost some of the most memorable parts of some of the best hardcore songs are bass tracks. Oh yeah. Right. And and it's like it's almost like it's like the the tease where you're just sticking the leg out, like the slit in the dress of mm. Jessica and she's sticking it's like, yo, give us some more of that. Mm. We could legitimately do a full podcast on just bass songs like Yeah. In my I just I heard fucking um uh, um, um, clobbering time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, that's a very good example. Perfect. I mean, like that's the most famous Judge song is started by yep. Baseline. Think about how many Minor Threat songs to use the bass teases mm-hmm. all over it. You know, right? It's yeah, bass. Get with it. Make it a thing. Yeah. You, you hold it for a reason. Mm. You bring them mm. to shows for a reason. You lug that stupid fucking cab up that a giant, flight of yeah. stairs for a reason. Make use of it. Yeah, like, maybe that's part of it, is we can tell you that, like, yeah, we know your friend, and maybe you are the friend, who it's like, he can't really play an yeah. instrument, but we really like him, and let's let him be in the band. Yeah. But either he learns how to play bass after the first record... Or you find someone who can really right. take that thing well, out. You sit vicious and you turn it down a little low. Mm. You're just there for show. Mm. Just fucking on it. Well, right. I but mean, VOD went for years without a base without a bass player. Candiria went without a bass player. Mm. Someone we uh, someone I just saw played without a bass player. I didn't see. Stick to your guns on that tour. Really? They didn't have a bass player. But 108 went the other way and brought yes. out two. That's right. They had our boy, former guests. Oh, yeah, Gavin Van Vlack. Yeah, jump I, out with, with Triv. I should have gone just for that. That sounds mm. fun. I didn't fun. know that was coming. Uh, I don't think he knew it was coming fun. either. He was like up front. And they handed him a bass, and he's like, "All right." Um. So so why didn't you go? Hate it. I didn't go uh, for a couple reasons. I think that the fact that I read the date wrong assumed that it couldn't be a full year away, which it basically was when the tickets went on sale. It was. Yeah. Uh, January to November. Jesus. I. Th- thought that was a misprint or something was confused. I didn't right. run out to get, never expected it to sell out. And then when I heard it did, I was just pretty kind of, quickly. I was pretty yeah. irritated and yeah. just said, well, fuck 108. Uh, now for people at home, 108 is one of my favorite bands of all time. Mm-hmm. And so I understand that you can say fuck 108 and be flip. And it's for sure. And being like, huh, fuck this. For Damn. Sure. Uh, so Rob Fish could definitely beat up Pat. No, no, no the, most of the band. Stay <laughs> out of, stay out of the massage envies in the Southwest brother. Yeah, there you go. So Kate Away to fuck you up. No doubt there too. So point is, I love 108. A religious experience at their first reunion. No pun intended. No pun intended. Uh it's weird that I wouldn't be excited in a period of my life where I am excited generally for for music, I guess, but like I'm I'm more open to something there was a time in my life where a reunion, I would be a skeptic to it and really only 108 would get through that mm-hmm. yeah. th- th- through that filter. But now I'm pretty open. I'll, I'll give most things a shot. And f- uh, so the sellout irritated me, just irked me, but that's not a big deal. Hmm. And then without a ticket, sitting around for a while, I kind of just looked at it and went, I love s- Songs of Separation. I must have played a thousand times when I was a kid. Yes. Right. I don't... on the table if you want to look at it. I am not Other interested... In what I viewed as an album play, you know what I mean? Like sure. I thought they were going to play that album, an album that I really love, but I just, I don't really love that. Unless it's your right. new album, I don't, 
I'm not like turned on by an album play. Right. So, uh, as it turned out, it wasn't that, according to you, but I... No, no. I mean, they played the majority of the record, but, and it wasn't in order or anything like that. Mm. But, I mean, I, like, we, like we were saying off air, like, it's hard to kind of, like, you start with fucking that, you know, the intro, the fucking, what is it, opposition? Opposition. Into death, death I mean, what, I, that's hard after that. Yeah. Because I feel like Holy Name is the hit from Holy Name. Yep. Yeah. Those songs are literally the hit. That and fucking Each Moment Without You, I Die, Oh Krishna. Yep. Yes. Which everyone became a Krishna during that part. And I think, weird. yes, I think on woman. this record, yeah, I was going to say Up to Woman, I'm real solid, and I know the song I am not. And Thorn. Oh, yeah. Thorn, Thorn we definitely yeah, all know. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. It was like, yeah, it was a little weird. Um, Hostage, I don't know. Request Denied. Uh, yeah, I mean, those are deep cuts. Right. That's why they're at the end of the record. This and is quite so. Uh, Tom are. Tom pointed out that the 108 uh, Songs of Separation reissue was on the table. Y- you should take a look. Hey, this it's is gorgeous. beautiful. Spot varnish. Yeah, on uh, different finish. Yeah, great job. Oh by you. wow! Steve Brady was there. I selling uh, merch. Yeah, no shit. That Pops is the, Steve. That is very nicely done. Twenty um, bucks. Worth it. Worth every <laughs> oh, penny. Yeah. Beautiful. So okay. Um, this is a Steve Reddy fan club podcast. Uh, big shout out to Steve Reddy. Solitary is a great song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know him. I went and bought the record from him, but I wanted oh, yeah. to be like Prince Bob. Yeah, I don't know him that well either. I've only had a few phone conversations with him. I think uh, he went to beat up Justin at one point, so I didn't feel like oh, bringing yeah. like right. the, yeah. Uh, Pale is a good song. Uh, Love to be friends with Steve. So got to go up there. So I, I I really like so much of this record, but no, I just what, I'm never I'm never interested in a full album play. Yeah, just never. Never. I, I, can, get, like a I can get an album. I don't even think a perfect album would turn me on. Like you get, couldn't go see like Repeater, like or no. Longfish is doing album plays. You're going, but Music just to see walking. them, if they were playing regularly, I wouldn't be excited by that at all. You know what I mean? And I love. Oh, okay, yeah, th- sure, sure, there's sure. some of their albums that I love, but I'm just uh, to me. So we've we've not had a full conversation. So if you're if you're hearing this and you're like album play, what the hell kind of vernacular? It's it's when a band goes and says, hey. We're gonna play our first album. The front we're gonna to play, back. yeah. We're gonna play the record either straight through, or we're gonna mix it up, or we're basically gonna play the majority of our set is gonna be this record. Um, Which most this was decidedly right, yeah. and so the one one hundred eight show, they songs of separation, they did pretty much that was yeah. what they were doing. Uh, Agnostic Front has done this with Victim in Pain. Yeah. I think they've done it with Cause for Alarm. I think they've done it with other records. Integrity, I'm pretty sure, has done a few of these kind of shows uh, with various albums. At this point, uh, I mean, the Chromags uh, essentially do this every time they play. Yeah. <laughs> you get that kind of feeling from a lot of this. And it's the album play is when it's specifically, hey, we're Strife, and tonight we're playing One Truth. Yes. Cool. There's a few forms of this that I want to bring up. One, the album play tour. The album play anniversary tour, which is, I think, what we've touched on on the show. Not feeling it. Feels weird. If it's something I love, I might be more excited to see it. Like Victim in Pain, I love that record. <laughs> I'm probably going to be excited to see it, but... I'm going to play the majority of the songs in it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, the spontaneous album play. I like that. That you can get me with yeah. every single time. Yeah, I like that. You show up and go, hey, you know what? We thought about doing this. I just did the whole record. We're doing... I hope you guys, you guys ever heard our record. And I'm using Strife for whatever reasons. A band I don't particularly care about. Yeah, you guys heard our record, One Truth? All right. This is the first song. Let's go. 
and just do it. Or not you get that, do it. Right, well, or just right. play the songs in order. People go, like, by the third yeah. song, they go, wait a minute. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's that right. recognition is pretty it. cool. It's yeah. so, that's so cool. You can catch me with that. But then, then this is kind of the in-between where it's like, yeah, we announced that they, this is a special show. It's going to be special shows. And like, you know, when's the last time 108 played? It's been a while, yeah. Yeah. right? I mean, I think the last time we played in New York were those shows with Blacklisted when they did, uh, like, two records per show. Yes. Oh, right. That sounds right. Like, I don't know. I mean, I couldn't guess. The last time they played just, like, a show that didn't have some kind of thing Hooked tethered to it, yeah. to it. <sighs> Probably 10 years. I feel like it was, like, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it was Cake Shop with Incendiary. That, w- that sounds accurate to me. Like, And then they played, like, um, the basement of the Knitting Factory. Oh, I saw yeah. them play uh, uh, Santos with Cold World and... Title five. I don't know. I mean, oh, like, yeah. so look, everybody. Let's just be frank. Older bands do this for a reason, and it's not a bad reason. And I'm not judging them. It's a safe move. Look, if you're Tom's talked about this. I mean, I've done it. Yeah, right. So indeci- right. indecision plays infrequently, and it's important to you that if you're going to do something for a long time in your life. You don't want it to get worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, You'd like it to get better. Yeah. So or at least stay, stay the same comparable. Right. Yeah, you don't want to be like, "Oh, that was cool." Right. So so yeah. so it's not like a bad thing to be like, "Hey, let's make sure this show pops. Here's right. a here's a fun angle that people are going to enjoy. Let's do it." Nothing wrong with it. Just for for my money, I'm always I'm not even dubious of it or skeptical. I'm just like less interested than I would be at like a like a a set that is tailored to the people's interests, like th- like think, the players' interests. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I almost think 108's above that, and they don't need they don't have the yes record. I agree. And I think quite often people assume, you know, like certain bands. Like I've known, I think it was I think Sick of It All did it. Like the, you know, if you know anybody, they're like fuck, blood, sweat, no tears, bro. Right? Like that's the thing. They've done Blood, Sweat, No Tears in order. No one gives a fuck. I feel like they did that. They did, like, maybe they did Blood, Sweat, No Tears and the 7-inch at, like, one of those Rev shows at, yep. like, Irving. Bricked. Bricked. Yeah. People want to hear fucking Scratch the Surface. People want to hear the hits. You know what I mean? And, like, and I get, like, certain, you know, like, MPB did the album play, but, like, literally because it was, like, hey, this is the only record I'm on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we had to be clear, <laughs> but, like, you're not going to hear fucking yes. Our Lady of Annihilation or right. the fuck. But, like, I get, like... I mean, I've gone to a ton of those. I mean, I've gone to Bruce Springsteen shows that he does the fucking, you know, you don't know which one he's going to play, but he's going to play a, a record in total. Yep. Which, I mean, this may be different for you, but like at least in my experience, like when you're putting together an LP or whatever, like I don't think of like how is this going to play lot, you know, like there are always some stinkers. Yeah. Or like songs that are misplaced that it's like, or a song that you didn't realize was going to become the song. Yeah, that's, that's often. Track yeah. nine. Yep. Oh, often. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, and I think it's not, sort of hard like, to kind of... There's very few records that are like sequenced in a way that like... If you're playing an album play, invariably, you're playing some songs that like you'll never play again otherwise. Yeah, I can think of just a, like... If you're playing Interpol, Turn on the Bright Lights or something... Sure. Maybe You could argue that every song on there deserves to be in a set you could make that argument oh so i mean oh so this is funny because i didn't put this together but on that same night i was at another album play oh no shit 
Uh, I went to see our homies in the band Anxious. Okay. Oh, cool. Open the Hot Rod Circuit and pa- then saves the day. Pa- pardon me? Yes, Hot Rod no, I Circuit. I with the Hot Rod Circuit Excuse record, me? man. I don't, but when they play it, I was like, oh, yeah, I know some of this. Hard not to get. That's what, something, Sorry About Tomorrow? Yes, I believe so, yes. It's a good record, man. I don't know it. But the record that was being played and celebrated in central New Jersey was Saves the Day Through Being Cool, uh, which went over... Huge. Yeah. Sold out Starland. Uh, 2,200 people going berserk. Crazy. How were they? They were very good. No shit. They were very tight. Did he tight. only sing? Yeah, he only sang. He, he pulled out the acoustic guitar okay. and did some of the I'm Sorry, I'm Le- Leaving EP songs. Okay. They did. They did. I would have said Sorry, I'm Leaving. <laughs> they did the whole album. In, I don't, in order? I don't think in order. No. They mixed it up. That's cool. And then did the acoustic EP songs, and then did some hits, later hits, and a mix of whatever. Uh, so whatever. But th- it was big. And I guess, from what I understand, it was 20 years to the day that the record was released. Mm. And they were doing a string of these shows, kind of celebrating the record. Yeah, they played a show elsewhere. They mm-hmm. played... They have did Philly. Played or have played a yeah. Cali. They're doing a few in California. Yeah, like it was like six shows specifically around this record, three East Coast, three West Coast, something like that. I mean, I get it because I'm not like really an artist, but like you come out there and be like, boom, fucking ten feet tall or fucking blindfold, sure. whatever the fuck. How do you go back to the shit that nobody likes? Because there's a lot of records that nobody fucks with. They're like, how can you not like? I know, like, I there sure? were songs, I, I'm sure there were songs with you, like, maybe the Drug Church mm. more than Self-Defense. There are songs that I love, that I've been a part of, that would go over like a fucking fart in a phone booth. Yeah. So I go, we're not going to play that, mm-hmm. but you want to hear Believe? You got it. Yep. Like, I don't understand, like, how you can go from, like, fucking everyone being like, you know, please, 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 Mr. Hawks, and then they're like, we're going to play our stuff that sounds like the fucking Beatles and garbage. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know how. Like I know. I mean, like, the best part about that was I didn't know if you meant the Beatles and, and garbage or the Beatles and the band garbage. And I'm like, maybe. I, you know what? Chris Conley wishes he was as cool as Shirley Manson. That's true. That's very true. Uh, Shirley Manson apparently uh, is very honest about the fact that she made very few millions of dollars during her time. That's yeah. fucked up because Butch Vig took all the money. Is that how it works? No, I guess it's just like a TLC. Like the money's just not as there as you think it is. So, they were fucking huge. They were huge. Um, She's on the Here's record, the Here's collective record. That's right. Which is uh, so fucking cool. That's cool. Uh, she seems cool. The the uh, uh, saves the day. Uh, I think we also forget this is not a knock. It's just a fun aside for anybody that wasn't aware. Uh, two years ago, that dude was on his Hendrix thing where he was like humping monitors and 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 like really <laughs> jam, really jamming. You know, what he's I mean? had a weird career arc. Oh yeah, and that's not a diss. Not at all. Hey man, I wish I would. I would have taken one his apex. Uh, he had a he had a moment for sure, and he's got diehard fans. I, th- die I think diehard. And I th- to me, I only count the two records as classic. Can't slow down and through being cool. Their but there's better. He, I think, well, I, the many, I, I disagree like, strongly, but really? many people very much. I can't stand his oh, vocals wow. on that record. Oh, well, that's the only one. His that, register the only one changes. I can listen to. Yeah, yeah. But so there oh, are people who yeah. say "Stay What You Are." Yeah, is great. I hate it. I can't listen to it. And then there's people who really like "In Reverie" too. People so, like "In Reverie." So there's people who go, "Those four records are awesome." Right. And there's people who go, "I like "In Reverie" more than the other ones." There's one from you like know, so. five years ago that if 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 he revealed that he recorded it 
on a MacBook using bootleg software, I would fully, I would fully believe <laughs> Is that it. the or- one with the orange on it. It sounds yes, it sounds. It, it, we could get better sound out of that box fan if we tried recording with that box fan right yeah. now. Just put amps into it, like put uh, chords into it. It might sound better. Might sound better. Yeah, the record is totally unlistenable on every level. Uh, but fans stick with it. Do you check them. out every Saves of the Day record that comes out? Yo, I'm in Drug Church where those dudes will give a shot to any fucking... Mm. Th- they'll be like, well, new Saves of the Day. Let's give it a go. Wow. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm subjected to a lot of shit. Uh, and you know what? I'm that dude where I want to like your old material. I want to like sure. your late period material. I really yeah, do. Yes, 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 yes. You know what I mean? Um, Half of you are letting me down, by the way, but I, I do want to like. I mean, I went like I kind of those first two records. I was like, fake lifetime, not fucking with this. Yeah, I got sure. into stay what you are. I'm like, yo, this record's really cool. Like, I like this. Mm-hmm. And I went back to the other stuff and I see the allure to yeah. it. So, through being cool was first or second? Second, cancel it down. Cancel down was first. Some some hits, but through being cool, like beginning to end, is a great record. Mm. Have you just listened to stay what you are recently? I, his vocals on it. You I just can't, can't do it. Because after that, vocals. I feel like his vocals got like out of control, terrible. Yeah. But it's the like change in register. I'm yeah. meaning to go back and listen again, but the it's register a, just changes so that, hard. At your funeral is a fucking. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. People, people like that more than the, the through being cool stuff. Which sure. is why. Yeah. So, I mean, 2,200 people. Like, how do you go back to kind of being like, here's that orange record? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know the answer to that. I've never had heights like that. Are I, they selling I out know. a venue no, like I mean, that without it? No. Are they playing a venue half the size of that? No. They're, 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 they they're might, not filling. They're, they might play it. They're not so filling like it. in New Jersey, maybe they play Starland. You know, they probably right. play Starland. They probably do pretty well there. Um, they probably hint and nod that like, hey, you're going to do some old songs, you know? Because uh, I mean, they just did that tour with Joyce Manor. Yeah. And I think they were support. But that, look, straight up, that's they're smart. That's what they should be. You know what I mean? Like, you, uh, no, right. They no played where, one of the first shows back at Webster Hall or something. Know where you're at. No shame in it. Yeah. For our listeners that are like, I've, I haven't heard this in the last couple of years, but it used to be a thing that people would see. We've talked about it on yeah. this podcast. People would see a band that they perceived to be larger acting as support, and they would like cop an attitude on the internet about it. Everybody, that's what you're supposed to do. Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. Don't be weird. It shocks me though how people don't get that now. Nah, it's weird. I can't tell you how many people like old fuck like been like, you guys should be playing after knocked loose. I'm like, it would be someone under no sweeping out of the yeah. fucking building. Yes, un- like I get it, man. Yeah, like I'm not trying to go on after like, but they're like, just out of respect, like I don't give a fuck. I'm also it, here to have a good time or and or make money, not fucking. Like blow my ego, who right? Chasing clout is for fucking like really dumb people. I don't, I'm, yeah, I'm but dumb. people get real like dumb. upset. I'm like, dude, they're doing us the fucking favor. Yes, that show's selling out without my fucking ass or not. <laughs> Correct. I don't give a shit. Like, which, so it's like they're doing us a fucking mitzvah by letting us go up there and play in front of their people. Which actually, Bob, mm-hmm. do you have? Do you do you want to get into why you might not have attended a 108 show, or or did I cover it, or do you want to jump into the the matter of support? Like we should discuss the support and, and the that whole side, but for me specifically, it was that the show was announced in January, as you guys went over, and the show was in November. And let me put the let me put the uh, silver lining on this cloud that I actually appreciate that they announced it so early because it enabled a lot of, from what I understand, a, a good handful of people traveled for the sure. show, one hundred percent. And that you know, for all big shows out there, whether you're a festival, whether you're doing. A special show, whatever, whatever, whatever. Giving more lead time enables people to travel and make plans. 
the other side was this show was announced. Tickets went on sale, sold out, quote unquote, and we can discuss that mm -hmm. really quickly. I straight up forgot that it was happening for a good four to six months. Yeah. And then it came back on radar and it was like, oh, I really like that band. But then I was like, well, I don't have tickets. It's sold out. I'm good. And kind of just committed to that. And then saw a video and was like, oh, it looks pretty cool. Actually, like, looks like there's a good vibe. That seems fun. Kind of wish I'd went, but I'm also all right. Yep. So to for me personally, it was just strictly the, the timing and, and the the negative of that where it's like, hey, it was announced so far in advance that it just killed any excitement. That said, there are ways that they could have compelled me to really make an effort to get in the door. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Hello out there. Hi, I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. We want to tell you about our podcast, None But the Brave, which is dedicated to taking a deep dive into the work of Bruce Springsteen. We're currently in our fifth season. Our latest episodes focus heavily on Bruce's 2024 tour and have featured such guests as Anthony Castrovince from MLB Network and Barstool's Kirk Minahan. We're also covering the 40th anniversary of Bruce's biggest record, Born in the USA. And as part of that, coming up this week, Uproxx cultural critic Stephen Hyden returns to the show for a fascinating hour-long conversation about his new book, There Was Nothing You Could Do, Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA and the End of the Heartland. To listen, you can go to our website, mbtbpodcast.com, or subscribe on your preferred podcasting platform. We hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you! They didn't do it. No. And let's get into that. Uh, I'm going to caveat our next uh, the period of this conversation by saying we got a lot of respect and like the bands that played. Yeah, yo, I mean, I think we've kind of shouted out several of these bands. And I, I mean, I've highlighted a few that I, I saw and thought were exceptional live. So, but. So, no disrespect intended. Everybody take it in the right spirit. Here's what we are saying. Here's what I am saying. Let me speak for myself. Mm -hmm. um, I think 108 needed to spend money on support, and they failed to do that. And uh, that doesn't mean that the bands that played shouldn't have played. What it means is that there should have been another marquee band just below 108 to 
bring more energy to those shows. Now, somebody listening might say, hey, Patrick, you dumb fuck. They sold the shows out. What do they need more energy for? Well, we, yeah, we don't do everything just to sell out a room. You understand? Like, 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 like it's like, I'm not even being spiritual. Or, or should we, we should do more than just want to sell out the room. Yeah. should want to make a show a fucking fun experience. Yes. But do you think, and I'm not saying this is 108 whatsoever, but I like in the more rock kind of areas, mm. and you used to hear about it, be like, you know, Kiss wouldn't let their openers fucking play at full volume or fucking use all the stage, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. Do you think that there's certain things, you know, bands don't be want to be shown up, don't want that smoke? Yes, I do. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's 108. No. But in my experience, it happens. There have been bands that are like, I mean, you, com- you can come up with an excuse, but like, you just don't want to. You don't want a band to give you a run for your money. Comedians are very honest about this. They will fire, file, fire their middle or fire their their uh, like feature. Guy, what they call yeah, yeah they, what they call feature. They'll fire their feature, not when their feature get, gets big, but when their feet. I mean, their feature will leave them before they get big. Yeah. But they fire their feature when their feature gets too good. And they're very honest about this. You know what I mean? Right, like, it's, like, like, it's rules of the road. Yeah, it's like, just, hey, sorry. Right. But they like, don't want to go on after you. Right. And, and right. You don't want to get smoked. And mm-hmm. everybody should see that as a respect thing. There's no reason, like, if that's just what it is, it's what it is. Um, I, in what we do, we've talked about it a million times. To me, that's just more uh, incentive to, to really kill. You know what I mean? So that's, yeah. that's where I'm at. But um, I think that the support that 108 got for these shows is totally cool. They just needed... One more sexy fucking name on that marquee. That's what they needed. And uh, like I said, did they need it? No, they sold the shit out. But look, you can part with 700 bucks and have a fucking awesome show. You know what I mean? Awesome. Right. I mean, like people had to pay for like babysitters and stuff. Yes. Like yeah. make it a night for them. That's how I feel. Make um, it a double feature. That's how I feel. And Tom, you might not want to comment on this because I th- Indecision was in the conversation for these Correct. shows. Right. So you, you refrain from this. I'm just going to yeah. speak from my experience. And Bob has booked a thousand shows. He can speak from experience on this as well. Mm. I just... Uh, now, granted, I don't have kids that need braces. That's a fact. You know what I mean? As far as, you and know. I, as, far as I know. And I don't know if other people... You know, maybe that's a factor for people. Money often is a factor for many people. Sure. But... If you gave me the option to make everybody feel good about a night in incentivizing them to come back in the future, yeah. Or 125 bucks. Or make an additional $300 yeah. for my pocket, right. which is often by the way what things come out to people is like yes. for your pocket when you split things five ways, it's not a lot of money. No. Yes. Like so let's say I'm I'm not counting 108's money, but let's say that you sell out a, a decent sized room. Let's say everybody in the band walks with $1000. Okay, that's sick. Uh, for support, you could have gotten a really good band for five hundred, uh, and really everybody are, walks home with nine hundred. Yes, dollars. and what are we talking? And a better experience for the fucking crowd. So what are we talking about now? So and that was still your ship. Yes, exactly. So I I, I feel very strongly about this, and and uh, uh, things that a thing that might not come up or might not be uh, readily available. Uh, this isn't this is inside baseball stuff. When my bands go out, we don't go out with huge other acts, but we always shoot for the fences and say, I would like to do a co-headline, to be honest, with somebody exactly our size or somebody, whatever. Sure. We'll work the something block, out. I don't whatever, give a fuck. Right. Yeah. Um, as it turns out, it never lines up for our period, or it's rare. 
uh, that we can tour that we get somebody that our fans will also like. You know what I mean? But right, I mean that Gouge Away tour. Yeah, but that Gouge Away tour is a great example. Yeah. That was incredibly fun. And for my ego, I don't give a fuck if Gouge Away brought everybody one night. You know what I mean? It's I don't give everybody. A, yeah, right. I don't yeah. give a fuck. It was right. a great time. You know what I mean? Right. My ego doesn't need to win the battle of yeah, Gouge Away Drug yeah. Church. You know what I mean? So like. I'm I uh, I just am coming from a different place, and again, I don't want to say anything about 108 on this. I don't know. Maybe they made a thousand offers and things didn't line up. I don't fucking know. But I'm just saying that for me, I needed something, you know, like make it a fucking night. Right. I mean, like for example, Lifetime played like those uh, played Brooklyn Bazaar a year ago, a year and a half ago. Yes. About a year yes. ago, mm-hmm. probably almost to the day. Mm-hmm. And like it was Outskirts played, and someone else played. Their main support was Cold World. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Cold World. You didn't and need Cold World. Nope. They would have sold out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they did DC and uh, Brooklyn and maybe one other spot in Jersey. And they did DC, New York, and Jersey. Cold World did direct support. They did not need Cold no. World, but having Cold World made, that made the shows an experience and made this year's Lifetime Weekend again like, oh, let's get Gougeway and Fiddlehead yeah. and Night Dirt yeah. and. Like and right. praise in Philly and anxious in Boston. Like, oh fuck, these shows are loaded. Yeah, it's it, anyway. That's where I'm coming from. So you asked. We opened the show and we were rambling on into Lifetime, and it's it's a reading of a room and understanding and seeing what's up and um, and valuing a memorable experience. And yo, this can come down to a promoter too. We we shouldn't just put this. Quite often, the band isn't the person making, isn't the entity making all of these decisions. You almost assume they are because their name's the one up on the marquee. Sometimes they have some say in that. Sometimes they don't. They always have say on it, but maybe they don't. Uh, not maybe always. they don't want to exercise it. I don't you know think always. I think saying always, they they always have say on it is incorrect. Wouldn't you say more often than not? No, I'd say I'd say it's probably a sixty forty split. Mm. I don't think I think on event ones they might get a little more say than you think but I also know that on event ones sometimes they go we don't care this is what we need oh well promoters will certainly tell you cool 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 we're not giving a dollar more to that. You know what I mean? Like, right. and like that'll come. Take up. it out of your pocket. Right. Yeah. Oh well, well, and you guys are looking at it the other way. The the flip is the band going. Yeah. All right. I mean, we're gonna get this much. Okay. Oh, you have who playing? I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. Oh, no. I'm saying yeah, that yeah. happens yeah, yeah, all the yes. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, as long as, yeah. Um, when when a band wants to exert interest, I think, is when you see the really cool stuff to come together. Because I think Lifetime's an example where the band has exerted some, like, hey, we want to see these bands. And, and I, I, I don't know who to credit with that, but, like, props on that. Yeah, I mean, I would think that 108 probably had some say in it. Just because it was like Miracle Drug, it was Chris Daly's band, it was Firewall. They had all the say. They had all the say. They got booked it themselves. I, did they? Yeah, yeah. I think I think in this situation, 108 had a lot of say yeah. for yeah. sure. Um, so when we do the Indecision um, Drug Church mm. mini tour, yes, um, we'll have say too. You're gonna give me a hundred dollars a night? That'd be so funny. I mean, you guys would have to headline. But That'd be so funny. <laughs> no, it's a totally fucking young boy. You and be like, hey, kid. Yeah. Good work. Good work. <laughs> There's a future in this for you. <laughs> I'd love that. Um, are we gonna ever make that happen? You got. You guys the are the ones. Guy. No, uh, no. You guys are the band. You'll have to make that happen. Yeah. You're the guy that knows stuff. Uh, no. No say over here. Wow. Um, so, hold on. I was gonna get this Bill Graham bag. And <laughs> be like, get an idea. Drug Church doing 
end of year songs or something. Oh, no, I hate those <laughs> I ideas. I hate those ideas. Would you pay for that? No. Never bring I, any end of a year related idea. I don't like. Bob knows this. I get so cagey with it. He'll be like, he'll be like, okay, here's a good idea, and I'll be like, oh no, please not end of year ideas. All right. Do we want to discuss this any further? Do we want to discuss future shows? We can go future shows. Future shows. Because all I think we all come from the same place here. Which the is overall was that the 108 shows seemed like they had a good vibe. Yeah, cool. Would have been cooler if. And you got two dudes who don't go to a ton of shows saying why we didn't go to this. Yeah, place, yeah, so. yeah. That's the vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what you're getting from me. Yeah. Um, but if they do more, you should probably go see them. Yeah, yeah I, I would. I'd like I, to. I would. I'd, well, like no, I'm said. not saying, I'm saying like folks that are in California yeah. or folks oh, that are abroad. Yeah. Like, I don't know what, I mean, I don't know how what long bands can play. I mean, well, I, I don't think they'll ever necessarily go away. And Vic lives in Japan. Which yeah. Is, yeah. So that might have played a part. Like, like I said, my primary reason was they announced it so long ago, blah, blah, blah. But like, I think quite honestly, logistically, they wanted to ensure that everything lined up because yeah. it was like, hey, we have somebody flying halfway across the world to, uh, not, ha- I mean, literally halfway across the yeah. world to make this happen. So um, that pressure, watching them, like, following them on Instagram and being like, oh, you guys haven't played together. I'm like, X amount of years, and you're like you're jamming someone somewhere in Massachusetts. It made my like heart flutter. Yeah, I mean, of course they're gonna fucking kill, but like, it wasn't like you know, like you see a lot of these reunion stuff. It's like oh, they've been practicing for four months. Straight up, Vic is one of the mo- most entertaining human beings I've ever seen. Yes, uh, we talk about magnetic. It's magnetic, he, and he's a virtuoso. Yeah, um, man. Uh, really, uh, Vic's not underrated. People recognize his brilliance, but he might be underrated as a grade A weirdo. And how fucking I think all- he's kind of underrated. Uh, oh yeah, I think so. I think they had two of the best guitar players in hardcore on that stage with him. Well, three, mm. him, Kate, and Gavin at one y- point. Yeah, yeah. I feel like those dudes are and that lady and that woman is completely like they're like all. One I mean, how what was the biggest one away it ever got? This is probably one of the bigger headliners they've done. Yes. I mean, I would guess. I don't know. Yeah. We're comparable. Yeah. yeah. Comparable, mean, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like, Burn never got as big as they should have been. Yep. It's just, I don't know. Baby Gopal. I fuck with Baby Gopal, though. I don't, I don't know if I can say that. great. Don't know if I can say that. All right, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am just joking. Uh, but yeah, okay. Let's talk about future shows. Uh, let's talk about people. Future shows. Uh, what do we got going on? We got in California. We got Let's go to California. Well, uh, you want to go to Connecticut next week? What's happening in Connecticut next oh, week? Oh, Connecticut, yeah. Uh, Anxious record release show. Oh, please talk on it. Anxious, Fiddlehead, Praise, Restraining Order, and One Step Closer. That's Fuck, a that's a good fucking, show. That's a good show. Who's um, who? That's amazing. So I just was talking about this uh, with Grady, who is doing a good job putting the show together. And, uh, you know, apparently, you know, and so if you're listening to this, uh, we'll be full transparency. He was like, you know, there's only like 30 tickets left. Wow. And this is a couple weeks before the show. Where this is re- this is an early recording. If you haven't gotten from the context clues, but so there's a, there was only thirty tickets left, and it's like you know three weeks out. And I said, you know, <clears throat> a big thing to me with these things is to be honest, and at the same time, like we're we you know he was like we want to allow people to do walk up at the door because that's cool. You know, it's cool to like have some tickets, but also if people are planning to travel. Like, how do you let them know without doing some, like, scare tactics? Like, show's going to sell out, blah, 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 you know? Right, because um, how often do you hear that? You hear it a lot. <laughs> and, and what happens, honestly, is um, 
a lot of people have used that tactic and it's been bullshit. And do you think it's a deterrent to some people? Yeah. If it's like, well, it's almost sold out. I'm not going to get a ticket in time. Fuck it. I won't bother. Totally a factor. Yeah. I think it also is a situation where if you hear that and then you go to the show um, and it is not very packed, you go, you were fucking lying. Oh, yeah. Right. And that's whack. Yep. There's almost no worse look. Real so, corny. Real corny super shit. Super whack. To super be honest, whack. there's certain dudes that do it, and I know they do it, and then I go to the show, and I kind of enjoy it because I knew it was coming. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, that's I, the equivalent I, of, like, and special guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've posted flyers of old shows. So like, who's a special guest? I go, nobody. Yeah, yeah no, no, nobody's just yeah. And it was us on there. I don't know why. I didn't put it on there, but it was... Uh, look, I, I don't expect other people to relate to this. There's just certain dudes who have been running the same scams for the, their entire time I've known them, and I at this point, it's endearing, but I don't expect everybody to enjoy, so where's the enjoy show it like in that. Connecticut? Uh, it is in... Uh, Darien? Darien? I think, something. I can't remember. What's the... It's uh, in Connecticut. What's the park in Darien? Stony Brook. No, no, no. The, uh, there's a water park or something. There's a water... Like a, an amusement park. Hmm. Six Flags? Might be Six Flags. Six, no, that's in Buffalo. Darien, I think the the thing that you're thinking about is in... Oh, is it New York, Darien? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Mm. All right. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this is just really compelling. No, we're going is it Buffalo? Is it Connecticut? We're going full shaggy dog today. So it's, in, um, it's in West Haven, actually. It's at the, the Cave. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which sure. you played there. Have, it's yeah. supposed to be a cool little spot. So Saturday, November 30th. That is going down. So it's fiddlehead. It's anxious. Fiddlehead prays one step closer. Restraining order. And I should mention Hudson Valley's own Soul Blind. That's oh, gonna be a fun fucking yeah, very cool. So, of a so, show. so shout out Triple B Records all over that one. Um, Yo, you neat. like that melodic shit, people? Mm. This is the melodic wow. show. Yeah, it is. But restraining order bringing some of that. Yeah, hardcore. Yeah. It's nice. Um, Good gig. Also that weekend, we should shout out our buddies in Backtrack. Mm. Closing it out. Is that the final weekend? That's yep. the final weekend. Friday oh, show shit. and Saturday show. Both oh, in Long Island. Let me pull, can I pull those up? Please yeah. do. Let you guys talk. So, Backtrack's last shows. I think we talked about it just a little bit. I'm following the Hangmen dudes on, on Instagram. As they, they make me so worried. As they <laughs> God, I feel like an old uncle. I'm like, please come home in one piece, fellas. So, the Hangman dudes, who I just uh, in, incidentally called the Hangmen, uh, because there's plural of them that I follow, uh, but the Hangman dudes are... Uh, on that tour, and it seems like everybody's having a blast. And it's and like selling out everywhere, yes. and just yeah. So shout out to Europe for enjoying the shit out of Backtrack. Shout uh, out to Backtrack for bringing along Hangman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hope people are waking up to to shout Hangman. out for Hangman to be on tour with a band who's been heavy touring for a decade. And the dudes from Backtrack are like, yo, these guys are wild. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. These dudes might be too much for us. <laughs> so do you want to do the lineups for both shows? Yes, yes please. please. Okay, so Friday, November 29th, Revolution Mo Bar and Music Hall in Amityville, New York. I've heard of it. Um, the Fight mm. is opening. Don't you know how I feel. Go on, go on, go on. <laughs> please move on. Our fellas in Mind Force. Mm. The special guest, spoiler alert, it's incendiary. Oh. Yeah, they're playing with uh, Bayside like a few days, maybe two weeks before this, and they were not allowed to announce. But yeah, Incendiary is playing mm. down to nothing, and then backtrack. That is a very that good is a show. very good show. Um, so that's a Friday show, Black and Friday, Saturday, Saturday, same venue, six p.m. And I gotta be honest with you, looking at this flyer, tell me 
How much would you think a show? How how much would you pay for mm. a show of that magnitude? No twenty bucks. It was twenty bucks. There. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty good deal. It is. Uh, it's a good deal. That's it a very is. good deal for that kind of. Yes, it is. Um, I'm just impec. I'm like impossibly cheap. Honestly, that's a good price for that show without incendiary on well, it. Yeah. Yes, with incendiary like, on it. I mean, it's like it's no, like you got a Groupon for that price to be really. Honest. And there's no crazy like. I mean, that's a good. You know, the next show is more of a fly. We got to fly some folks. So, um, like I said, Saturday, November thirtieth, opening, rule them all. Mm. Hangman. Mm. King Nine. Mm-hmm. What day is this? I'll go to this. Saturday. This is a very good show. Out. It's a very good show. It even gets better. So ha- rule has this sold out yet? No. Yes. Sold out. No, oh, fuck me. Rule them all. Hangman. King Nine. No warning. Terror. Backtrack. That's a good show That's too. That's fucking bonkers. Man, shout out to Backtrack for really stacking. Okay, everybody. Here's an example of giving your fans an experience. Yes. Um, and I like the fact that they did the like they announced the last show on the second available day. Yeah. I like when bands do that. Like rather than being like, our last show is Friday, November 29th. Oh, it's sold out. All right, so we're gonna add another one. Tomorrow. Oh, oh yeah. They no, did it like no, in no. reverse. I respect that. Yeah. Because people get bummed. Yeah, they do. Because I feel like that happened but, with Bane. Where they want the last last. Oh, did that happen? Did Bane do the do it on a Friday and then did oh we're adding a Saturday? Maybe. Uh, I could be speaking totally out of school. I might be wrong. Okay. Yeah. But regardless. like that sort of stuff, people go like, what the fuck? I got your last show mm-hmm. and then you added another one. I'd say come on. Uh, people what, feel the way. They're the last fucking second of my life. Yeah. No, really. All right. I mean, Bane played for like two and a half hours that night. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. Shouts to backtrack. One day when Vital is not being a beach bum, we'll have him come in. I would like to hear his kind of like his, feel- his holistic epilogue. feeling about the whole thing. Yeah, mm, kind of. I would too. Because I feel like those, you know, they came out. You know, they they toured a fucking bunch and they, you know, brought a lot of bands with them and kind of, you know, I they, you know. I would like to kind of hear his like his eulogy for the band. We've talked about it. It's not important to us because they were an important band for kids younger than us. By all, 15 years. Yeah. yeah. All we can say about him is, oh, a lot of respect or, oh, good band. Yeah. But they are one of those bands that was impo- is important to a generation of They were a generational hardcore band. Yeah. I think that's, I, and mm-hmm. shout out to them. Uh, you know, maybe if I can sneak in, I'll go to the fucking second day show. It's pretty. I'm cool. gonna go, so um, maybe Vital will hear this and take pity on. <laughs> Please. Uh, okay, so two really fucking bonkers, very different yeah. shows that are fucking great. Uh, go to Anxious, everybody. Uh, go to Backtrack, everybody. Now, shall we go West Coast into December? Into December. I'm down for it. What do we got? It's a long December. It's a long. <laughs> You fuck with that first guy. That first guy in Crow's record is a good record. Very good. Big fan. Okay, everybody. Long Beach's... Long Beach. Long Beach's finest music event. So we should shout out SOS Booking. Yes. Nate, all that. This dude's been doing this for a long time Mm -hmm. and doing a great job with it. And he's been doing this specific event for some years now. I don't know if this is... Jeez, I can't tell you how many years he's been doing this. But it's a benefit for the holiday season for kids. Hence the reason it's called For the Children. For the Children. I, for a second there, I was making eye contact with you as you said something to me that I didn't think technically made any sense at all. And I was like... Maybe. And then, but, the, but then you followed it no, with it the part that, sense. that made sense. Yeah. When you said it's a, holiday, it's a charity event for the holidays, I was like, what, what do the holidays need an, a charity for? What are they fucked up about? You know what I mean? But, uh, and then you said for the kids and then I, or, for, or for children, and then it made sense. 
Um, everybody, this is the uh, this is kind of like a toy drive. It's a cool fucking thing. I played it last year and bricked harder than I bricked on any fucking stage in my life. But that's because it's for fucking hards, everybody. What's your second worst bricking? Oh. And was that was that self defense? Was it when yeah. you were? It's when you were dropping slurs in Brooklyn. Right? <laughs> yeah, that I famous that show. That famous I walked out. Famous when you, event. When you, when you got in your racist bag. Yeah, right? famous okay. event. Everybody remembers that. I like I didn't think that guy was like that, but oh. he just kept saying those words. <laughs> I was very, I was very hurt. <laughs> Can't believe. <laughs> no, actually, if you'll recall, that went over great. So, <laughs> so, so this is a three day event. The full lineup. We've been trying to piece it, eke it out, but uh, there's some really big stuff. The stuff that's been announced so far. Uh, it's from December nineteenth to twenty first. Thirty dollar weekend pass, which, as noted, thirty bucks for a weekend pass for three shows. Yeah, pretty great. Damn. Hmm. Uh, the first announcement: bring some toys. Yeah, bring toys. Yeah, say it's like new unwrapped toy yeah. is required. I like that for entry to every show. So required. I hope he does it. You oh, you got a weekend pass? You bring three toys. That's what it sounds like. I mean, that's what it sounds like to you me. You tell Nate that you're not bringing a toy. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't I'm have not, to bring. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't have to bring toys to, to fucking play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like maybe that's why you went hard. You forgot your fucking toys, and they all knew. Yeah, and they, that could be like, it. Fuck this band. Was this dude's the dude taking the bike out of the bin? Like, oh, you know, you know what it was? Fucking Michael Scott. I wrapped yeah. some used crayons, and yeah. then, and then he, he caught me. Was <laughs> that the Candy Regional Justice weekend? Yeah, yeah. Or a tour, or whatever. Yeah. Let me let me read it. Des Yusuf. I don't know what that is, but I'm sure it's interesting. Section hate. Yep. Initiate. Dope. Cool man. Where's initiate from? LA. They are. Mm-hmm. Okay. In my and head. And apologies from, in if my, it's somewhere else. But in I my head from LA. north there, but the, you're probably right, and I'm not yeah. going. Hands of God. Okay. Yeah. Yes. A loss for words. Wow. Not expected. From Boston. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Retaliate. Okay. From Oxnard in San Diego, maybe. Yeah, sounds right. Disembodied. Hmm. Disembodied. Always yeah, disembodied. Are. I feel like I can't avoid disembodied. You know what, though? Orange County loves makes sense. disembodied. Makes Some sense. of them live out there, too, now. So sure. Makes sense. Donnie Brook. Okay. Horde. And Terror. Terror. Perfect. Yeah, I mean. You know what I appreciate is on this flyer, they use the, the original, the old school, for lack of a better term, Terror logo. Which one? Which well, I think they good. use mostly, you know. Let me see. The the one it's the, the one, one from like the one. yeah yeah yeah, yeah low to the low you know but they use they use that a lot but it just looks like it looks right on here maybe it's because its placement is right next to Donnie Brook you know is that a hot, like you think that's a wink wink I mean maybe it should be here. that should be a way that like you subtly like that's right oh look who's got a guitar mm. however many years ago we did this record low is the low this is the title track off the first that kind of thing right so that'd be cool makes it happen so cool. this this event. Like, based on my one time playing this mm. thing, that lineup is exactly what the crowd wants. Perfect. That's going to be a success. Hell yeah. Was this that same venue that you played? Uh, what's this one called? Let's pull that up. I the doubt it. I no. The Ice House. I don't think, eh, maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It was on like a main street in Long Beach. You played in Long Beach? Long Beach. But it was... Uh, it, I, it was explained to me that it could have been one of those things where maybe next year it'll be someplace else. So who knows? Got it. Uh, Who'd you go on between? Yeah, the Ice House. Supply uh, and Demand Ice House. Uh, who did we go on in between? I don't recall. Did you play back-to-back with Dead Heat? 
Oh, Wasn't that the no, joke? No, no, no. That was at uh, that was uh, Drug Church Sound at of Fury. Sound of Fury. Um, <laughs> I don't recall who we played between. Uh, I just recall that the entire crowd recoiled, and then I took my shirt off, and they double recoiled. Uh, and not for the reason people usually get upset. No, but they off. were like, they like, were this like, dude's never done a push up in his life. They I were can't in the wait lobby. For, I can't wait for the clever member of Drug Church or Self Defense who gets the like uh, the Larry David music queued up on a thing that yeah. they can play it when you take, take the my shirt, shirt off. off. Yeah, that's perfect. Good, <laughs> perfect. I'm just gonna do that on live videos. Mute perfect. all the other sounds. Uh, so, th- th- from what we have been told, there's some big twists and turns. Don't feel comfortable dropping it unless we get the full word. But, right. uh, but there's some big stuff going on there. Yeah, wild. Yeah, so things will be announced, everybody. But yeah. I, I imagine that nothing could get announced and this thing would still fucking pop because that's what Long Beach wants. Right. So this should be announced fully by the time you hear this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, all right, so shout out to... Uh, to Nate to, and SOS. Yes. Uh, go- you ever play the SOS? Project, the the venue that they did out in IE? No. Really cool. That's where this all started for them. I think he was booking shows out in somewhere in the IE, Inland Empire. Empire. Yep. And and they had this cool DIY space out there. It's cool Hmm. shit. It's really cool. I'm an IE guy. Are you? Yeah, you are. Name some cities or towns in IE. I am so bad at geography. Pomona. Okay. There you go. Um, Corona? Corona. Oh, fun. Corona's in IE. Fun fact. Where's Fullerton? Uh, no, that's, that's Orange County. That's okay. Uh, the, the the hills. Yeah. Do you know yeah. who died in Fullerton? No. Rob Liefeld lives in Fullerton, I believe. Makes total sense. Or I want to say his name is Maybe he's in Lon Lull, who was uh, the guy who headed... Not Lon Pike. No, the, the guy who headed the... Uh, Anyone who gets that, email us and I'll send you something free. The... Com- like the Khmer Republic or something. Mm-hmm. It was the pre. It was what the Khmer Rouge uh, uh, ousted. This was the president who uh, had to go, had to flee because okay, he was wow. he was the number one target, right? Cause and he moved to Fullerton. He was straight up. I mean, he was a brutal fucking dude in his own right. He was a general that became he like he was in, he was uh, uh, crucial in a coup, and then so he deposed the king. And then he was such a, a like a royalist that he was like, I'm just a nationalist that had to do this for my country. And then prostrated himself at the foot of the queen and said, my apologies, I had to do it. And hmm. then uh, took a bunch of communists and hacked them to pieces and threw them in the river uh, and uh, then lost. But he became... So, this is where the story becomes interesting for anybody. That's, uh, <laughs> the, so he was... Not the part where he's begging from the queen. He... <laughs> he Described himself as a, as a national as a chauvinist nationalist, uh, Khmer not supremacist, but essentially, and was really into like Khmer mysticism and shit. At one point, I'm understanding like every other word he's saying. At, at one point, uh, a Buddhist priest told him that to protect the city of Phnom Penh, he had to put a uh, colored sand around the entire city. So he did so. Did it work? It did not work. Mm. And he had to flee to Hawaii, and then with his five children, he went to Fullerton, where he lived out the rest of his days. But and he came to see <laughs> uh, self-defense family play the skate shop. <laughs> yes. He came well, to program. He, he was at Ruta Bagor's, uh, right off downtown, but I want and you was like, oh, let me swing over to, to program. I Wasn't want you to think about a guy that was like, 
like a small piece of history, but a very like very much a piece of history who also might have been responsible for like fifty thousand deaths personally given the orders to chop these people into pieces. Right, and then move to Fullerton. Then move move to Fullerton. Could have been your neighbor in Fullerton. I mean, just like Hitler moving to like, like a South America. Crazy. Taking a few classes at Cal State Fullerton. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Hey man. Yeah. Uh, apologies if I got his name wrong. I think it's Lon for sure, but Lon Lol? I don't know. So is Inta and um IE part of Orange County? No, it's um I think I don't think any of it's LA County, but most of it is part of Riverside County. And there might be another county that right. creeps in. Because LA County is like just like insanely gigantic, right? LA County's huge. If you go, it basically goes all the way down Long Beach up through the valley and to, east, right? It's like and it goes out all the way out to Pasadena and a little bit beyond Pasadena. Is San Dimas part of LA County? I think it might be. I can look it up. Shout out to Chatsworth. Shout out to Chatsworth. It's where I might I might be living in a, a Chatsworth house for a month. And a right. down by the uh, How's uh, how's the brother and fam? Uh, doing good. Just uh, that infant is uh, trying to book uh, TV gigs. I told you the kid already booked one gig. Oh, yeah? nice, good. Uh, on some Apple TV show, uh, you know, some sitcom star, whatever. But uh, he, the baby plays the role of Asian baby. Mm. That's the role. Did a good job from what I understand. But you know what she's suffering from right now? What's up? You know how some babies look like bald old men yep. for a number of years? Or not a number of years, number of months. Yes. Like where they just, this area. Your, your grisp of time continues to <laughs> I amaze. don't know what a kid is. Yes. You know how like the, uh, yep. the hair on top just isn't as full as the hair on the sides? I but know the pain well, yes. <laughs> well, that's what's going on with the with this uh, two month old. You know what I mean? Like it's a f- so the baby looks like a funny like some like either like an old man or a monk or some shit. Remember our friend got all mad that he was mad that those other people had better hair had the hair than he does. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> Poor Dusty. Um, so that's what's yeah. going on. Got a good with face though, so he went. Yeah, I know. And my yeah, brother, my too. brother is technically an accountant, despite the fact that he has no experience. He is doing it in like a temporary capacity, yeah, and he, sure. and he thinks that he'll probably leave. But can I don't be an accountant without like I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like that's like a. I don't know if I'm exposing. You can't be a CPA, but you could be an accountant. I don't you know do, if I'm exposing him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know right. I mean? Maybe he's doing it for a bookie. What the fuck do I know? Um, but uh, point is, doing good. Shout out to Chazworth. Uh, we have another show. We're gonna go back. Oh. Uh, we're gonna way back. That. We're gonna. This is a shout out to everybody of a certain age who knows about cheap flights from Long Beach oh. to Boston. There used to be a JetBlue f- overnight red eye mm. that you could get cheap as dirt and Long Beach your, Airport. Long Beach Airport. Wonderful. Amazing. The it's best. literally you get out of your car and you're on the tarmac. Yep. It's insane. Beautiful and, and you shocking. Used, used to be. I used to take that flight often, and it was under three hundred bucks round trip, and I would have my own row. To lay down, I could literally lay down and fly. I mm. felt like I felt like fucking king of Phnom Penh. <laughs> I I almost Lamy. I I got it right by the way. I just looked him up. Um, I almost uh, I I negotiated the other day for my uh, time in in uh, San Diego this December, mm. and it was get a livable rate. Yeah, I said I said they said yeah we're gonna hook you up with some you know we'll just give you a, a weekly stipend and. Uh, fly you out, and I said, "No, no, 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 no flying anywhere. You're paying for the Fuck train, you. my Fuck. dudes. <laughs> I don't take a airplanes. I'm a house sitter union. I uh, yeah, exactly. I'm Greta Thunberg. I don't take a plane fucking anywhere. Well, I mean, if someone else is paying for it, are you gonna get the room? I might. 
to ball it out, man. I might. Although the room from New York to California might be like... It's over 1,000. Easily. Yeah. Wow. All right. Are we ready? We're back on the East Coast. Back on the East Coast. Triple B Records presents... America's Hardcore Fest. Mm. I, play, I played this one, too. 19. You've put out 400 records. You <laughs> get it. Yeah, we got it. I played this. I played Deathwish Fest. Uh, I played fucking Run I, for I Cover I did play Fest. that one. How many songs did you play that people wanted you to hear? Oh, none at the moment because you oh. only played like new demo tracks off the new record. All cool. true. All Good. true. You have the, the, I have one of the days broke down. Do you have the other day? I don't. I can't think of I just mind. have the whole lineup. Give it to me. Here, you get you give that, and then I'll we'll try to piece it together off the other one. You know what? If you look up the incendiary Instagram, they okay. just posted it. Got it. Look at us. <laughs> look at Doing us. Doing some production. All right, so um, December seventh, twenty nineteen, at the Middle East, eleven a.m. Doors, twenty five dollars. Proceeds will be donated to Hurricane Dorian relief efforts in the Bahamas. Nice. Yeah, what's Sam? Well, everybody's doing something nice. You're a good guy. Yeah, for real. Opening up the night or the day. Field agent. Okay. Florida. Florida. Really good. Big Mac. M-A-C-K. Also from Florida? I don't know that one. Yes. Also yes. Florida. Method of Doubt. Also Florida. Yep. Anxious. Mm. Connecticut. One Step Closer. Wilkes-Barre. Wilkes-Barre. Restraining Order. Connecticut. Western Bluff? Western Mass, Western Mass, and Connecticut. Wild Side. Toronto. Yeah. Toronto. Uh, Cal- uh, I was going to Cal- ignorant and just say the Canada. California of Canada. Canada. I meant Canada. Canada. Yeah. The California side of Canada. Right? Yeah. And headlining. Sure. Magnitude. Ooh. Good. Damn. Psych for those. For those good. Fellas, they're a very, 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 very good band. Was it on their Twitter, maybe? Th- oh, shit. Oh, no. no. All right. Hey, we can do process elimination because. I think the other day might be split up over two shows, but I could be wrong. Oh, are they doing multi-venues or just one venue? I feel like they usually do like a Saturday like afternoon and then a night show. Oh, that might be mm-hmm. right. All right, I think I think we can piece it together. I, I can I keep remember up. this. All right, um, that's a pretty crazy show. Oh, I got it. You got it? Fantastic. I think when we played that one, the only, the only band that liked us, or the only people that liked us in the room was Super Touch. I think that was it. I don't think a kid liked us. Yeah. I think it was all super Dutch. Go on. All right. So the second half of December seventh. Yes. Yes. Starts at six p.m. Also at the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been to the Middle East. Is it a restaurant? Is that yes? Have I heard that? One, uh, the, one side of it. of it is restaurant. It, it's actually it's it's a nice venue. What do you think of the sound there? Uh, all of our equipment broke, so I couldn't speak on it. I think it sounds pretty good. I I like it. There's an upstairs and a downstairs, um, and it's. It's really odd because when you walk into it, the restaurant feels like, you know, long and thin. But then you get to the end of it and you're like, oh my God, this opens up into this big, like, venue that's, you know. Is that where you guys did the recording in, no. in Massachusetts? No, no, no. no. I, but I, I, the one time that I've played this spot, I did like it. Okay. A, a cool place. It's. How do I put this? When Boston's doing really well, they usually find somewhere else to do shows. But. It's pretty nice. This is probably underrated that in lean times that they've been able to lean on a spot like the Middle right. East. Not not every city has a spot right. like this. Sure. Yeah. All right. So December seventh, twenty nineteen, doors at five p.m. Thirty dollar ticket. Mm. Proceeds will also be donated to Hurricane Dorian relief efforts in the Bahamas. Vantage point. 
Mass. New, new, new 7-inch out on Triple B. Yep. Result of choice. Florida. Uh, believe they have some stuff coming out on Popwig? Wow. Be all end all. Florida. Some wild album art. True. Shout out to Kyle Nyland. Dominant force. Orlando. Uh, one of my favorites of the whole Florida thing. Deflect. To another great Florida band. A lot of Florida's got a pop. Florida's yeah, great. It does. Big cheese. UK? UK. Announced they're doing a new LP that's going to be on quality control and Triple B. Awesome. And they're also playing Vitus in yes. the end of December. Mm-hmm. Distort. Cali. Ikulu. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. What up? We're waiting for that new record. My, my personal. Like, the 2020. In my, right now in my top five current acts. Wow. Abuse of Power. Atlanta. Atlanta. We all, that LP, yeah. and we should, all agree that the new LP is their best. Their best wow. material, yeah. and it's it should... <sighs> Let's take a brief pause. Has it gotten lost in the sauce because there's so much stuff coming out? It might. It might. I think it's strong enough. There's some really memorable parts, and if you, for whatever reasons, haven't put that record on your turntable in a minute, throw it on. Um, Firewalker. Firewalker. From Boston. Boston. And I think, they're, I think they're... Yeah, I think they're spread out. Okay. Uh, one of the bands who uh, most impressed me at Sound of Fury. Millspec. Canada. A. New LP coming out hopefully in the next couple of months. And headlining, which I, is how I read this, big contest. No. Oh, interesting. They're at the top of the possible? flyer. And it's not in alphabetical order. Hmm. Interesting. So maybe Millspec's headlining and they're next. Maybe Millspec, yeah, it's like it's parallel. Yeah, big contest, 12-inch. Um, I'm trying to think. Gil, free spirit. Ah, Gil headlines anything Anything I'm involved with, Gil can headline. And then the night before, we the did Friday, the reverse the order. Sorry about that. December no, 6, 2019, nice. the Middle East, 5 p.m. doors, $30 ticket. Oh, Friday, Hurricane Dorian. Um, Maniac. Uh, Our boys, Western Mass, Albany. Yes, the Western Mass, Albany Connect. Shout out to Zach. Shout out to Zach. Antagonize. Boston. I need to sit with that new record a little bit more than I have. I think it's... I actually really like it. Um, and I think that they're able to do stuff that highlights Bedard in a way that Bane that is not ripping off Bane, which is unique because he's such a he's so singular presence. Not sure. From Richmond, Virginia, Nosebleed. Yep. Fuming Mouth. Mass. Record's doing real big. Yeah. That, metal. That's been one of my favorite, like, takeoffs. It's like, because it, it, I don't want to say it was slow, but I want to say that, like, when that record came out, I didn't hear a buzz about it that week, and then it built. And that's awesome when it builds. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think other bands playing this day have that same kind of energy. It's cool. 3D Deep. Ah. Tampa's finest. Never Ending Game. Is that sick? Detroit's finest. Day by day. Mm. Some part of Florida's finest. Dade County's finest. Dade County. Day by day, by day seeing them at, not last year, maybe the year before, yeah. was one of the more insane things I've ever seen. How mm-hmm. many episodes of Cops was filmed in Dade County? Uh, most. most. Hundreds. Yeah. Did you listen to that cop-related uh, podcast? It was like Nothing. A I won't listen to anything cop-related. Thank you, Bob. I know. You know it's about the TV series Cops, and it's, it's really good. Bad boys, <laughs> sounds, bad boys. Sounds good. What you going to do? Division of Mind. New LP. 
Will out be out of, uh, I bet he has copies for it. Yep. Didn't I just see some promo for that? Yep. No? Yep. The pr- yeah. The uh, pre-orders are up now. So now, did I read this wrong? Is it a triple gatefold? Yes. That's fucking insane. That's uh, where you say triple B, ball and yeah. yeah. God damn. Um, then we have buried dreams, motherfucker. Mm. That hard shit. Hoard. Then our fellas from the Hudson Valley. My favorite band, probably the last 10 years. Mind Force. Nice. Fuck yeah. And then headline of the night. Pat's favorite band, Incendiary. Incendiary. It's going to sell it. It'll be the biggest night. That is a yeah. big ass show. Yo, yeah, well, let's talk, about, let's talk about what makes this fest pretty fun. Not the headliners. Although I got nothing against any of them. That's awesome. So you had to take the shot. I didn't take the shot. I'm an incendiary, incendiary super fan at this point. You know what I mean? They prove me wrong every motherfucking time. I worship incendiary. So here's the point. A lot of young energy on this shit, and it's cool. Yeah. You know what and I mean? it's like, like a mix. I like how it, like, it's a ton of triple B, yep. but it's also other stuff. Yeah, a few other cool. things that he sprinkles in just because he likes it. Yeah. And you know, this is a cool example of Sam doing a thing that some people who do label stuff in the past... Not out of a dick move, but just wouldn't think. It's like, oh, this is like my label showcase. I'm only going to put bands. But he was like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm going to reach a little bit outside of my world and say, hey, do this, you know? And yeah. I think that's really a good look. Hell yeah. Uh, it's a good weekend. Go to Boston. Go to Grasshoppers. Grasshoppers still open? No, it just got a health code violation. Did it? Clo- closed, is it closed? Closed with like 14 health codes. Uh, I would eat in there it'll anyway. be It'll be open that's again. It'll, you know what? It'll be open again by the time. It might be called like the moth or something, but it, it'll be open again by the time. that this I had, a, I had a conversation did. with our friend of the room, Rich Miles. Um, have you met Rich? Did you meet him? Me per- no. Yeah, I, you know, know maybe over the years? At some point, yeah. yeah. Chicago? Uh, Chicago way back, yeah. Yep. Michigan originally, but we had a conversation about, I think, uh, I think we were talking about Philly food places. And I was like, oh yeah, there's a lot of like vegan options yeah. now, and a lot. I was like, and he's like, oh, is this place open? I was like, no, they closed. And he's like, oh, is this place open? And no, they closed. And I was like, oh, and we were talking about like um, veg Asian spots, and I was like, yeah, New Harmony, closed. Yeah. I was like, it's crazy because there's more vegetarian and vegan options than ever before. But the institutions yeah. are all, gone. all closing. I mean, think about it in New York. Yeah. Yes. Eights, VP, you know, like yeah. Candle 79's closing. Is it? Is it? Really? I just saw it today. 1231's their last day. Really? Damn. They got priced out. Yep. Priced out? They charge more than anybody in the fucking yeah. world. Rents. What is it? Real Food Daily? That's the only one that's going to stay around. So it's like $500 to go eat dinner there. Is that how much? Good is, is the, the, is the Korean crazy. spot still open? There was a vegan Korean spot that... Was oh, we only went there for fancy shit? Vegan Korean food. Nah. Not familiar. Not familiar. Not ringing a bell. Mm. Yeah. So shout out to uh, going to Boston at the first weekend of December. Hope it's not a polar vor- vortex. If it is, just stay inside and watch the show. Shipping <laughs> up to Boston. Shipping up to Boston. Whoa. Whoa. Um, yeah. All right. Anything else we want to talk about? I'm happy that there's stuff going on this winter because this winter I typically roll into a ball, don't want to interact with anyone or leave the mm. house or do anything. Uh, shout out to people that do. Taking a road trip to Philly to see uh, Misfits Dropkicks AF. Oh. Ooh. I know. That's not <laughs> Nobody's doing that. I, so did you, Okay. We, we said we might talk Misfits. Give us the, the, you know, not brief, but give us the Misfits at MSG summary. So it's on the record. Okay, damned, awesome. Yep, they were great. 
Rancid, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Did all the hits. Um, drop. I've never heard Murphy's Law and Chromax and Sick of It All get bigger reactions. Yeah. Because Lars named them all. Yep. Whoa. And literally 19,000 people screamed like they were the Beatles, which was cool. <laughs> How many of the 19,000 people knew? 400. Yeah, okay. Um, but everyone's like, you know, like yeah. and, and Mad bands I grew up with grew up listening to Mad Ball, and I was like, I don't know if you listen. I mean, yeah. Freddie's younger than you, probably. Um, <laughs> Technic- technically, I mean, he's been he doing was, it for. No, he's he, probably right. He actually. was eight. Like we all he age while growing. we listen to things. Yeah, that's you know. true. That's true. Um, and then Misfits, I had seen them in Newark, and they were pretty terrible. And then <laughs> yeah, you did not speak highly. MSG, of that. they were one of the best bands I've ever seen. See, that's wow. awesome. His voice was perfect. He was down like on the barricade, giving the mic out. It was like a wow. fucking the biggest hardcore show I'd ever seen, and, or biggest punk show I'd ever seen. It was awesome. They mm. were they were really good. Played all the hits. They um, it was funny. They uh, he was like, oh, we got to wrap it up quick. Um, this is a union house. Yeah, every se- every minute that we go over. Yeah, he's like, we're gonna be in deep trouble, and um, so like they ten thousand dollars an hour or something like that. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's like a minute. Oh, it's by the minute. <laughs> So they ended a little early. Um, uh, Jerry only broke like nine of his bases. Yeah, why not? Why do I feel like I talked about this already? Because he handed, there was a woman in a wheelchair that got put up on the crowd and he handed her a fully intact So maybe maybe we did talk about this. But if we didn't, it's worth talking about. Maybe it was on um, the Patreon. Oh, oh yeah, maybe. Um, Hello. Bob, relevant to your interests? Uh Bob Seeger just said his final goodbye to MSG. Did he? uh, The 30th. Apparently it was heartfelt because it is his final tour. He's also like seventy three. I believe it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was a lot of like goodbye, and you're like kind of like never gonna see me again. yeah. You're kind of like oh, he means it. Huh? Like you know what I mean? Like this is a dude that really enjoyed the seventies and uh, yeah, time it, to turn the page. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, uh, great job. Shout Thank out to Bob Seger. Uh, went to uh, the Bob Seger and the Heavy Lead. Uh, his early material, like sixties era, because he was involved with the small, like pseudo DIY kind of vibe um, label doing EPs, mm. and he he's got a bunch of funny material. Very different, actually, very good. Heavy music, that's the name of it. So go listen to it, everybody. Great name. Those old records off the shelf. I'm sitting there listening to him by myself. <laughs> I, quite literally, I'm listening to Bob Seger by myself. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Everybody have a good one. Good night. Peace. Welcome to the Axe to Grind Studios in beautiful Belmar, New Jersey. Shorecore in full effect. <laughs> we are here with Still Suit from Queens, New York. Right? Everybody's from Queens. Queens, right? yeah. What part of Queens? Well, we're all from all over the place, yeah. but Still Astoria, uh, Jackson Heights, right. Ozone Park. But I live in Brooklyn now. So out. <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn. I moved to Sunnyside, Queens. So uh, it, well, uh, you don't know. I mean, yeah. it happens. It happens. Um, do you want to like go around and introduce yourselves and... Orlando, guitars. Demi, drums. Manny, bass. And Julian, vocals. So um, you guys came back for that show with our Type 11 in, was that November? Uh, September, September 20th, 2018. How'd that come about? Um, well, Marty I grew Shepard? up with Adam. Right. Well, all those guys, sure, actually. Sure. So um, everyone, every. <laughs> Play a show, play a show, play a show, play a show. No, 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 no. Right. And then it came to this point where it was just like, ah, <laughs> like okay. your friend, Frank. Yeah. yeah. It was his birthday. It was your birthday. Perfect. Yeah. So it was a birthday treat. You know what I mean? Like that got the wheels going, the wheels in motion. Sure. 
Yeah. So it was mostly for birthdays. and That worked? Yeah, it worked out. Yeah, were you fun? Were you psyched? Like, did you expect to get that kind of reaction? And uh, it was, cause it was pretty wild. Nah. <laughs> we hadn't played in so long, we had no idea what to right. expect. When was you know the last show? Holy shit. That was Coney like, Island High sometime. Like 97? 98, 98, 99. Wow. So Something like that. Coming up only 20 years. Yeah. That is Yeah, wild. and I think it was like right after we toured with Obituary and Kiss It Goodbye. That is a tour. Yeah, Kiss It Goodbye got Mind kicked Force off. Force did an obituary tour, <laughs> an obituary song during their set. Awesome. Yeah, at, oh, yeah. We had so much fun with Obituary. Great guys. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great so guys. good. That's so fun. We went to a baseball game too. We went to Fenway Park, saw the Yankees, no Red Sox with them. It was great times, great times. Memorable shit. shit. That's awesome. Holy definitely, shit. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Didn't we sit on the Green Monster? Yeah, we sat by the Green Monster right over there. Yeah, still, the Yankees and Red Sox. It was Yankees, Red Sox. That's, yeah, we played right across the street yeah. at uh, Avalon or Axis. Axis, the Axis. Yeah, yeah, the big bar. place on like Lands, Lands yeah. Street. Or and they yeah. recorded uh, their li- a live show there. Yeah, they recorded right. for a live record there. They did. Oh shit. Yeah. Obituary Back from the Dead, I think, over there. No, it wasn't Back from the Dead. Well, I don't know. Something just, live. Something, Obituary yeah. Live. Some shit. So. Oh, that's so fucking cool. But they killed it as usual. Yeah. You know, and they were great to tour with. That's awesome. Always a lot of fun. And Kiss Goodbye. But what a good match, like, mix of bands. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. definitely like, had every spectrum. Yeah, Kiss Goodbye is weird as shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's very cool. So what's the plans for the future? Uh, right now, just playing a couple shows a year. Record, write music, kind of chill. There's no pressure. Yeah. So we're just kind of taking it as it comes. Uh, the right. right shows are the right shows. The right times, the right time. You know. Right. I mean, we can do what we can do, and sure, just sure. have fun with it. And that's what it comes down to. You know. Right. I have the most demanding schedule because I have kids. Sure. But that makes sense. You know, I treat them all like my children as well. So, <laughs> 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 so but we're just gonna do that, and we're just having fun. You know, we get together, we hang out. We play, right. and that's what it's all about. You know, it kind of brings it back to basics, and that's what music is about, having fun and being creative. And awesome. that's all we want to do is just do that, and whatever comes out of it comes out, and here we are. And we're happy to play here we're today. We're very excited to have you. So excited. Um, what do we have to do to get Green Spock ears on Spotify? I don't know. Someone's got to tell us. <laughs> we'll have to talk. Yeah. Yeah. We can help. We can yeah. Help. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because with wreckage, they went away. Yeah. So, so. it's kind of like... It's yours now, yeah, so right. you can do whatever you want with it. Well, Artie Shepard said the same thing. He's like, I can help you do this and that, so I just haven't. Got it. Yeah. If anyone, Orlando is the most technically, technically involved. Got it. I'm always just kind of like, oh, it's us. Play, I, oops. TBT got your record up. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it's Which on is, Apple Music and Spotify. And yeah, it's, yeah. 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 So, yeah, we need to get that out there. Yeah. So, you know, have a nice mixture. But we're going to, you know. And we're happy stuff. to have this come out. Hell yeah. That'll be fun. So we're going to play some new songs too. So Hell yeah. You some... got any questions? Yeah. I actually didn't know all you guys were from, from Queens. I, I see you got yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the Mob Deep shirt on. <laughs> um, I'll be honest. It seems like a lot of my favorite hardcore bands are from Queens and rappers and rap yes. groups too. Who's everybody's favorite rapper or rap group Ooh, from Queens? my God. I'm going to have to go with so Nas. So many. Mob. Yeah, Nas, yeah. Mob Deep. There's so who's many. Yeah. I went to school with Nas, so I'm going to say Nas because I went to LIC High School and he was there. He was repping Brave Hearts back then. (laughs) So I'm going to say Nas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Queensbridge. I went to school right there. So, and you know, back then hip hop was, you know, run DMC. I mean, I'm old, so you know what I mean? (laughs) We were listening to a lot of old school stuff back then. So to see them come out and I remember when Halftime came out, Nas really set it off on a different level. You know what I mean? So I do. Yeah. I think. 
Queens is so crazy because it kind of mothered hardcore and hip-hop in a way. You know what I mean? Where a lot of people came out from Queens where we... To me, it was guys from the neighborhood. Like, Leeway, I'm like, oh, shit, I saw AJ just now down the street. You know what I mean? Like, I saw Eddie by Pizza Palace. You know what I mean? So it was like, (laughs) you see people you see every day. And meanwhile, they're in bands that, like, influence you. So, But you saw them in the street. You saw them in the park. So that's where Queens, it was a little different for me because I saw kids... And people that I saw in the street, like doing it on stage. Right, you know what I mean? I went to go see whatever, them yeah. on stage, playing in front of all these people. I'm like, damn, yeah. like, they're doing something right. Something's right. going on here that I want to be a part of. You know what I mean? Right. And it was really dope, especially growing up in that shit. It was great. Oh, I can't imagine. It's great. Huge influence. My favorite rapper's from Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ODB. <laughs> <laughs> so you have one? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know from Queens, because it was always like I liked. De La, but they're not Queens, they're Long no, Island, no. Right. you know? Uh, Yo, I love Cormega, too. Man. There you go. Yeah. I, I used to see MC Shan all the time as a kid, walking around. But, I, but like, when they had, when him and KRS had, had their beef, beef I, I, was, I, was, I was on KRS's yeah. side. Yeah. <laughs> I, sold out, I sold out Queens for KRS. But. What about you? Uh, I'll say Mob Deep. Can't go wrong. Can't. You can't go wrong. He, Orlando's going crew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he went to my school, art and design. That's crazy. Wow. Right. I didn't know, I know that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you, right. you guys ready to go? Yeah, we're ready to go. Yeah. All right, here we go with still yep. suit. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what time? <laughs> Thanks to Axe Grind, this is still suit. This song's called Opposition.
the speed of light. of a stranger. I feel like you're all laughing at me. I don't know what the fuck you... <laughs> you are. I'm sure you are.
got to grow that beard out. That's the word on the street. <laughs> I can't hear you. And to whom do I enjoy this pleasure?
hot in here. There's no AC in here. <laughs> Sensors. Yo, sucker. You got a big nap. Boot a butt.
Should I get should I do the last song naked? You won't see me. Like a business meeting, I'll just take my pants off or some shit and wear like a fucking shirt and tie. <laughs> well, this guy looks good. <laughs> we should hire him. <laughs> it's a bummer, I can't hear you. You're sweating. Maybe you should take your clothes off. <laughs> Next song. <laughs> yeah. There's no song after this. Last one. Revolver. I'm ready to go.
Bam, bam.